Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. What do you need more magic I have things. Mine, there's a, there's a camera that is not looking at me. He, he, he may not there's be using... Oh. oh, I knocked it over when I was oh, taking cords down. What's it looking at? It's looking at, this, it's looking at the lights. He may not have a lot of what? magic, but he definitely provides in the mayhem department. So. Mayhem? I mean, I'm not chaotic. There. Uh, what are you? That doesn't mean you don't provide the mayhem. I am true neutral. He is true neutral. Hi! Hi everybody! Oh hey, Ron. Yeah, we, that's that's why I mentioned the cameras are being funny. Um, <laughs> welcome everybody to the World of Warcraft RPG campaign of Storm, Earth, and Fire. I am William, and I am the dungeon master for this Warcraft RPG campaign. And currently adjusting the cameras right now is John. Hi, I play Garrick, a orc shaman. We did check our audio, here. right? Yeah, we did. It's yeah, good. audio's still on. And Holly. Sorry. <laughs> With food in your mouth. I'm sorry, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm Shiana, Flame Carver, uh, Orc Rogue, hates everyone. I like that you have to check your character sheet to find out your character name. And currently reading a book is Austin. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually reading a book, though. My character, however, doesn't read. No, you're not. You're not usually reading a book because I can't get you to read. He plays young Gatal as a troll troll. Yeah, I'm a trolliest troll that ever tro- Wait, you're not a troll troll anymore because you're at the level. Uh, but it's not as high as my troll level, so I'll ignore it. But it's a troll troll. <laughs> you're a troll troll what? I'm a troll troll who may or may not hunt. A troll troll hunter. A, hunter? a troll hunter. And Stan. Me? Oh, that would be me. Uh, I'm playing Josh the. Uh, what is this guy again? Goblin Tinker. He's a Gerblin Turker. Yeah. Gerblin Turker? You're a Gerblin Turker. And and Zach. A goblin, a goblin twerker, yes. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I'm anno- ignoring the people around me. Um, I'm as your character typically yeah. does. As your character, yes, should. I mean, I don't have to ignore you, you guys. You actively keep secrets from me, so... <laughs> you don't know that. I'm not even looking <laughs> the other way. Like, I'm Zach, and I'm playing Leaf Ironmonger, half-human priest of the Holy Light. And yeah. returning after his absence from last week, we have Rudy. Hey, I'm Rudy. I'm playing a Freak Earth Whisperer, Taran uh, Runemaster. See, we didn't just keep secrets from you, we also kept them from Brick. True. <laughs> Not that either of you know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but I'd be more willing to tell Brick what's going on than him. You know what? <laughs> I really don't blame you. Tell what? What's going on? I really don't blame you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so when nothing happened. When we last <laughs> left right. our newly we our the story yes, newly minted <laughs> members of the horde, um, they had arrived back in Orgrimmar to deliver the news of what had transpired to the war chief. Upon delivering their report, the war chief very adamantly decided to steer the conversation and the direction that he was going to give toward battling the Alliance and its encroachment upon the Horde's land. Uh, giving the, the group an assignment to uh, take a new general to Desolation Holds to replace the current standing general there who has uh, earned the ire of the War Chief. Uh, the group was given the evening to rest before moving on, after which Shiana was recruited by supposedly an organization that the whispered name, the crown, the, the uncrowned, has been passed around uh, regarding whoever was recruiting Shiana to assist with dealing with supposed traitors within Orgrimmar's walls who had been acting in service of the Twilight's Hammer. Uh, Shiana gathered a handful of her party members who she felt could be trusted with such an underhanded mission. Everyone except Relief. <laughs> and Brick. Well, Rudy wasn't there. Yeah. And, set up, and set out with the assistance of Gordul to deal with all six potential traitors in various ways that would make it seem like either accidents or otherwise difficult to locate or uh, discern much about until after the party had already left the next day. Uh, so we join up with the party as they gathered around outside of Gromash Hold uh, to meet with Verox Sarfang before he uh, handed you over to your new your new commander, the Warlord Bloodhilt, who emerged with the fine with the fine statement of "All right, let's go show some pansies the meaning of victory or." Death! And that is where we pick up as he greets the group of you. Loktar, warriors! I am Warlord Bloodhilt. Loktar. You will be joining me on this journey. Do I know anything about Warlord Bloodhilt? Um. You have knowledge local? Knowledge local? Nope. Probably not. <laughs> Can I roll knowledge local? Sure. I don't know. Would I, would I know anything just from my time serving in the military? Probably not. Uh, 18. Uh, so, Warlord Bloodhilt is known to be a particularly aggressive battlefield commander. Um, he is one who does not tolerate uh, retreat, he does not tolerate cowardice, he does not tolerate those who are not willing to do what is needed to secure victory in service of the Horde. Um, he is one of the bloodiest commanders currently active in military service. Uh, known for not letting anyone who he is supposed to be defeating retreat. He doesn't take prisoners. He doesn't take prisoners unless expressly ordered to by someone higher ranking than him. Leaf's gonna have fun. Oh yeah. He earned the name Blood Hilt for a reason. 
I don't feel like Leaf's going to be the only person who disagrees with him, though. No, he won't be. But Leaf in particular will have fun. (laughs) All right. Let's get up to the plateau and get our Zeppelin, shall we? We'll follow in your step, my lord. All right. After, uh, let's get going. Sorry. You were about to say after you. No. <laughs> no, I was going I was I was going to say after me in that sense it did not come out did not did not form right my head. After me. <laughs> you were about to say something and your brain was like, that's a dumb thing to say. Yeah. We yeah. saw we actually saw the physiological reaction of your brain punching itself. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not how that sentence works. Although it does make sense that Warlord Bloodhelt would say that. After me. <laughs> Captain Hammer. <laughs> what kind of weapon does he have? He does actually have a hammer. <laughs> Captain Hammer here, hair this blowing one. in the This breeze. one I'm humming right now. <laughs> all right, so you all you all head up to the <laughs> to the plateau uh, on the upper regions of of Orgrimmar and. Make your way to one of the two Zeppelin towers, uh, where there are a num- where there are three Zeppelins currently uh, moored on one of the four sides. Uh, so you make your way up the tower and to the Zeppelin currently moored on the northernmost uh, docking docking ramp, um, wherein uh, there you are you are greeted by a goblin uh, who is. Dressed in sort of like a goblin rendition of like a naval commander's outfit, like big, like very elegant, sort of flowing, like dark crimson maroon shirt with like gold buttons and trim, and like the the pauldron scrubs that are that are in like uh, festooned in like bronze, um, with like uh, the the like the long pointed um, bicorn hat. That you know, like you picture, like a military uh, naval commander wearing, um, with or like all the pirate. all the all the frills on it. Um, I mean, he said goblin. I don't think there's a difference. No, there isn't. Um, <laughs> with uh, sort of like a, a rapier on his on his on his waist and uh, a pistol on the other side, and the like heavy adornment of earrings that many goblins are known for. Uh, and he sort of looks up at the group of you. All right, so I hear you're the ones who've got my Zeppelin charter to take you across the big rip in the barrens, huh? Sure. Yes. All right, welcome aboard. We're setting out in the next few minutes. I've never been on a Zeppelin, I would presume. (laughs) No, almost certainly not. I'm, I'm going to give this thing a dubious look over. Is it currently floating? Yes. It is, an- it is anchored to the tower, but it is free-floating. But it has no wings. Yep. yep. Well, no. Zeppelins do have wings. It is attached to the balloon. <laughs> and they're not really serviceable. They're more decorative. <laughs> it doesn't have flapping wings. Yeah. Just yet. And they're not really wings, they're stabilizers. It does not look bird They're more like fins. Yeah. What it does have is a trio of rudders. Uh, it has one rudder on each side of the ship and one on the rear. Yeah. But, you but those aren't wings. Forward. No, they're not. <laughs> no. I don't know what the heck they are. This thing looks like a this thing looks like a whale 
strapped to the top of a ship. Yeah, sort of, yeah. And my comprehension of ships is already iffy. Yeah. I just know they float because they're light. And that's what I'm sticking to. There aren't really any whales off the coast of... The, the Barrens, either. The Barrens doesn't have a coast. Or the Duratar. The coast of Duratar, sorry. Well, the Barrens doesn't have a coast. It's just south of Duratar. Well, but I'm from that coastal <laughs> region originally. Yeah. And also, there are definitely whales off the coast of Duratar. Are there? There are. Because mm. look at the ocean you're going straight to from Duratar. I have no idea where we are in that map. <laughs> Laser pointers! You are here. We are gonna go. And I'm Wait, in... where are we going? Yeah, but they're not that close to the shore. This is the ocean. Yes, that is immediately off the shore. Yes, but you have to get a ways out before you see whales. That is not away. always true. That's not always true. The reason I mean, the whales get beached. You have to get. You have to get a ways out. Coast, but have you seen how far he can huck a spear? <laughs> where are we going to? You are going to north. Here. Oh, south. That's right. Okay. Going southwest. All right. Well, we actually okay. Okay. So we're actually to put it on the because we already know the Baron how the Baron's is mapped out. So I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and climb on it and start jumping up and down to show him that it's perfectly stable. At least we're short people. Uh, before we get on the ship, Shiana is going to walk over to Jenga and hand him the dagger, which he already took the information from. <coughs> Thank you. Can hand you that. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Uh, he's going to take it and look it over. I think you can use. He's this. going to um, r- run the blade along his arm in the way that you're allowed to finger the way you're supposed to, not the stupid way. To make mm. sure to see it, realize that this thing is incredibly sharp. Yes, I mean uh, it is currently uh, the hilt is currently wrapped with um, what's the number one. Tiger. It's currently ra- it's currently wrapped with tiger pelt. And is that going to change daily, or do I have to skin an animal? It changes every day. Okay. Cool. I think you'll be able to use this. It changes every day at dawn. Okay. I will uh, look it over and realize it's sharp. And did did it come? Did you give me a sheath? Is it sheath when you gave it to me or not? Is it sheath? Uh, it has a leather. It has a leather uh, bundle, like a leather. Uh, uh, Almost like a pocket protector, but like a, it's a sleeve, basically, for it. That, that would be a sheath. Yeah, it's not quite. It's not quite a sheath in the shape of something like that's made specifically for no. with a dagger. So sheath, though. Yeah, it's sort. It's a sheath in anything the most that you can sense. stick a blade into can be a sheath. Sheaths are soft scabbard. A flat upper deck with the large um, turbine motor at the very back end of the ship that sort of propel that provides forward propulsion. Um, and there is a sort of um, a uh, like a bicycle mount uh, near the near the back, uh, which is primarily for steering um, and control. It, it's the the bicycle mount sort of the the pedaling motion. From what you understand of this mo- this particular model of Zeppelin, the pedaling motion sort of. Uh, Handles um, speed. The faster you pedal, the faster the turbine moves. It's not. It's not like you're actually turning the turbine, but it's basically a control. Yeah. Okay. Um, and turning the turning the handles on the bicycle style of handles sort of adjust the runners to shift. Um, but that's 
that's where the navigator would sit. The captain seems to just be taking up a point on on like the the prow, just kind of standing near the front of the ship and just kind of observing the observing the horizon. I'm gonna go over to <clears throat> not 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 like next to the captain on the prow, but like up in that direction. Uh, pull off my pull off my totem and just you know sort of sit down and you know ask the spirits for swift winds, calm winds. Please don't throw us in a tornado. That kind of thing. When when Bloodhill steps onto the steps onto the the Zeppelin, he immediately just like. Not even offering a nod to any of the crew, just immediately steps below decks. Sure. I'm going to start sort of looking around at the whatever gear works and mechanisms there are and just sort of study how this whole thing works. Um, gear and spirits, please don't fuck us. <laughs> uh, based, go ahead and roll me an engineering check with your levels. Candy? Twelve. Your basic understanding of this is that the chains that connect to the ship are hooked to the massive balloon, which is mostly what provides the force to counteract gravity and weight. And then the propeller on the back just provides forward and backward momentum, and that's about your understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'll have plenty more time to look into the intricacies of this thing. Would I have actually seen a tiger before in the jungles? Uh, I know they're jungle animals, but I don't know if they're jungle animals of this where I'm from. Did you ever go all the way down there? Probably not. Um, wh- where are the main troll isles? Over here. Then most likely not. Then you've probably never seen a tiger before. So I'm just like trying to figure out what the heck this skin is. It's it's your standard like reddish orange with black streaks tiger as well. Yeah, no, I like it's Warcraft. It's your super caricaturish tiger. Yeah, it's Tony the Tiger. They skinned him. <laughs> it was great. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, it smells yeah. faintly of cereal. The troll is distracting himself from the fact that he's on a giant floating death trap by trying to figure out what sort of animal this thing came off Every of. time you stab somebody, the dagger just goes, it's great! No, that's a crit. <laughs> yeah, every time you stab, period. It's very confusing why everything you stab bleeds milk. <laughs> Alright, so, the next, uh, you know, you, you wait for a few minutes, and then... Eventually, um, the uh, the the goblin captain um, uh, eventually um, calls out. All right, full speed ahead, Mister Copperbolt, and then you hear a very clearly female goblin voice call out. Mr. Fairweather, slow ahead if you please. And there is uh, the grinding noise of a propeller as it starts to pick up. And the ship gives like a a short lurch, like a... And then... (laughs) And begins to pick up 
uh, a slow forward momentum as it starts to move away from the from the Zeppelin dock. There's a troll embedded in the ceiling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's bad for the balloon. <laughs> yes. He's embedded in the below deck ceiling. Okay, good. He went downstairs. Get down. <laughs> to look around uncomfortably and then draw it back down. And then do the whole that never happened face. <laughs> um, so there's this constant feeling of ever so slight motion as you are now on board an airship that is moving at a fair clip. Like like sea vessel at full wind kind of clip. I have no experience with being on a sea vessel at full clip. What does that feel like? <laughs> um, there is an ever so constant forward motion feeling. Have you ever been standing Wait. up in a car? Wind. What? Have you ever been standing up in a car? <laughs> he can't. How? Like in a minivan or something like that. Like in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. How would I stand like up when in a you were, Like when you were a kid. Yeah, not like Never not again. like last week, Austin, when you were small enough to do so. <laughs> no, I have no recollection of standing up side of vehicles. Um, Taylor, Taylor didn't want Basically, you can break. you can. It's sort of like standing on an escalator, but slower, where you can feel oh. the ground moving underneath you. Yeah, escalators make me like pass out. <laughs> so no, they just make you fall down and break them. I only broke two escalators. <laughs> the list of problems Austin has gets longer and weirder every day. Are you counting that one at Dragon Con where your monk robe got caught in there? Yeah. <laughs> the other one I broke by falling on it. So. <laughs> but no, yeah, this, the, sensation is, the sensation is sort of like being on an escalator but a lot slower. Okay. Where yeah, you can feel the ground moving underneath you, but you or, know you're still moving. Have you ever been on the um, the moving floors at like the airport? Those do the same thing as escalators, so I avoid them. Because <laughs> that's slightly more accurate. Because there's no, there's no upward moment; it's just straight horizontal. Yeah. yeah, I have vertigo issues. <laughs> How do you drive? Carefully. <laughs> no wonder you drive like an old lady. <laughs> Alright. Escalators are too intense for Austin. <laughs> Regardless. Anyway. <laughs> so you have you have at the very least several hours of this ahead of you. Is there anything you were looking to accomplish? Any conversations you wish to have? The first thing I want to do is to check out the first mate. Uh, the first mate. <laughs> <laughs> um is a uh, a goblin woman uh, with brown hair, sort of like uh, pulled back into a high a high like bun ponytail. Like it's it's sort of like ponytail length with sort of a large uh, leather band across the top, but sort of like tied into a ball like a bun, as opposed to being like a full ponytail flowing free. Uh, you got like these two very large silver hoop earrings that just kind of dangle out of uh, the bottom of her ears, and she's wearing this sort of like. Navy blue, um, like almost the um, the airline uh, stewardess outfit, okay. kind of, <clears throat> but you know, obviously goblin styled, <laughs> which is to say, extremely gaudy. Yeah, like yes. gold trim and everything. Right. <laughs> 
Cool. Uh, and she, uh, as 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 you get a look at her, she she comments uh, at the uh, the, uh, the the the. <laughs> the uh, the captain shouts something. Uh, Take us out, nice and fast, Mister Copperpants. And then the the first mate, Mister Fairweather, slow ahead, if you please. <laughs> and by the way, Captain, my name is Coppernut, sir. You get the sense this captain does not ever remember her last name. <laughs> I also get the sense that the first mate is the one who runs things. Yes. Uh, I maintain sort of sitting at sort of the front of the ship uh, area after after I get done asking the wind spirits not to kill us for trespassing in their domain uh, I will just sort of put the wrap the totem back on my on my my forearm and just sort of sit there walk, enjoying the breeze and watching the scenery hmm. I'm going to go see if I can find any of those weird flying snakes sure go ahead and roll me a perception check that's a thoroughly mediocre 11 you look around, you don't like you're 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 currently looking for like a snake with wings. With wings. And so you're looking for something green or brown, something that blends in with the ground. And you don't see any of those colors because they would stand out in the sky. It doesn't have to be green or brown, it could also be like red or like jungle snakes, man. There are lots of colors. Yeah, you're you're but you're looking for like traditional snakes. I'm looking colors. for a literal like I'm looking for anaconda part three. Death from above. <laughs> like you're looking for snake colors, colors that are designed to blend in with environments on the ground, yes. which would normally stand out drastically in the sky. But you're not seeing any of those. Okay. This is, by the way, after about thirty minutes of nope, 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 nope. I have a feeling there's still plenty of nope going on as well. But you know. Yes, it's I've internalized the nope. Anything for the rest of you? Anything any of you are doing while you are enjoying this trip? Enjoying, I say with heavy air quotes. Sean is going to watch the troll, make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. He's just running around above deck to different railings looking for something that you have no idea what it is. Are you going to do anything stupid, troll? (laughs) No, I'm just running from railing to railing looking for something that I'm not going to find. I guess at that point it depends on you. Give me an acrobat. I'd like to dive bomb a harpy midair. <laughs> I mean, the to be fair, that is kind of the best way to go. Harpies are coming back for Josh. <laughs> I'd like to dive bomb that giant world-ending dragon, please. You can do so. Congratulations, you fall ten feet onto its back. <laughs> this may have been a bad idea. And then melt. Alright. I'm going to talk to. Just, just sort of try to talk with people that actually have a slightly better idea of how this thing works. To sort of, you know, get more of an idea of, well, how this thing works. Alright. Um, so you're. Go ahead and roll me. You said you want to talk to people specifically? <clears throat> or did you want to just uh, investigate the ship itself? Um. My initial observations didn't really, you know, help me out a whole lot, but 
A little bit of both, but mostly just talking to people who actually know what's going on. Go ahead and roll me a gather information. Information gathering. A. You'd need a high charisma for that. I don't think anybody here has a high charisma. No, I think Leap is the only one with the good I have a, mm-hmm. I'm not bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. 14. So, based on your understanding uh, and your ability to communicate, like the um, <coughs> Chief, Chief Officer Coppernut, who is the first mate of the ship, who the captain refuses to get her name and, or even her gender correct. Um... Uh, the uh, she is the one who you gather immediately knows the most about this ship and is actually capable of talking about it. Um, and so you approach her for information. What do you ask her? She 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 seems to be she's kind of off to one side at this moment, just taking a drink from 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 from, from a, a glass of water and just like pinching the bridge of her nose. I swear, if he calls me Mister Coppertop or something again. So what is exactly is because you said that there was the sort of bike pedal type thing. Yeah, is the thing that the navigator is currently sitting on. <laughs> Sort, just sort of kind of looking over the general steering mechanisms and all. How exactly do you steer this thing? Ah! She kind of looks up from her drink. Oh, sorry. Didn't notice you there. Downs it. Uh, steering this? Um, well, Mr. Fairweather, she says, pointing over to the goblin sitting on the on the bike pedals. Um, uh, the... When he turns that wheel he's sitting at, uh, the rudders on the side of the ship, uh, the two side rudders control sort of turning, uh, side left to right, and a little bit up and down, and then the rear rudder is mostly for keeping our course correct and angled properly, it's for fine measurement. Um, so if he turns that wheel on the left, the rudder on the left turns down and the rudder on the right turns up. So the rudder on the left uh, gets a downward push and the rudder on the right gets an upward push, which then causes the entire vessel to slowly drift to the left. Hmm. So really not too much, unlike uh, regular naval vessels. A little bit, but when you're working with uh, air rather than water, you got to add a, f- a third element, which is up and down. Hmm. How do you account for that as far as making sure the lift stays right? Uh, well, it's mostly... Uh, the balloon is mostly temperature control. Uh, it's, you need to either heat the air to increase lift or cool it to decrease lift. Uh, to a certain extent, you can't, get a let, can't let it get too cold or it becomes heavier than air and then you just drop. <coughs> Makes sense. Uh, uh, and beyond that, uh, it's mostly a matter of ballast. Uh, take off a specific amount of ballast based on how many passengers and how much weight you're carrying, and then when those passengers and weight are taken off, you put more ballast on at whatever dock they're getting off at. What other things are there in the room? Because you said this was basically the navigation room. And it's actually open air. Open. Hmm. It's just the rear end of the ship. Okay. Interesting. Oh, 
I think I'll sort of investigate a little bit more in the ship itself, get sort of an idea of sort some of the specific gear workings and some of the, you know, how a lot of the pieces come together as well. So sort of also asking about, you know, how they control how the air is heated as well. Uh, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check just to see how much mm. you can retain it. Like Straight intelligence? Yep. Mm. That was a natural one. <laughs> so it... <laughs> what, what is the total anyway? Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. So it, it... You're not quite certain you comprehend it, but basically there is a very controlled flame that is basically constantly held underneath the the balloon and given more fuel when it needs to be heated and less fuel when it needs to not. You don't quite understand how that fuel is sourced considering the Zeppelin, the balloon is literally chained above and there doesn't really seem to be any particular guide walk to get up and down. Um, so you're not certain how exactly the fuel is added or removed because it doesn't really seem to be a, an easy way to get up there. I look for any pipelines, possibly, or anything that would automatically move it? Uh, you don't see any that you can tell, which is a little disconcerting for you, but it seems to be functioning properly, so you're not... You have no idea, basically. <laughs> I just see the chains? Yeah, you just see the chains. What's her uh, you do see a number of like rigging ropes that are sort of over the over the top of the balloon, which you imagine probably can um, be unfurled if need be to allow for climbing up and down. If someone manually needs to get up or down to the uh, up or down to the balloons, easier. But that would still require someone to basically climb the chains to get up to where the rigging is at to let it loose. Yeah. Okay. Um, after just checking out and the first date, he goes over there and starts talking to her. Oh, I don't want to get into this conversation. I've heard too much of this as a kid, and I'm just going to walk off and start working on my boots. All right. Yep. She's too much of a nerd for me. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> okay. I'm going to finish up my boots. How many hours is this thing going to take before we get anywhere? Um, we mentioned how much the price was for you, right? Yes. Yeah. I um, that you'll yeah, like, just, yeah. It it'll take you like. Because I got like over two thirds done last in the last city. It'll it'll probably only take you like two or three hours yeah. to, fin- to finalize so everything. Red hair girl art. That's what I figured. I've searched. Because over the over the course of eight hours, you as a tinker can accomplish um, three hundred and fifty gold worth of work. So divide that by eight, and you get you get forty. You basically you, you work at a rate of forty three gold an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's this take long. Yeah, it's easier to find if you like, for instance, mine was, like, you know, Almost 44 rolls an hour, actually, but still. Yeah. For the one I found. Right. And, um, Brick, you got anything, or are you mostly just sitting along for the ride? 
mostly sitting around looking. Um, actually, I will probably go up to someone and ask uh, and ask them uh, what are the uh, what happens in the case of emergencies if this starts going down. Uh, well. Uh, in the case of emergencies, there is a stash of parachutes and, uh, in, shall we say, emergency flotation devices. Uh, if you need to uh, depart the ship for any particular reason and you're not able to uh, dock at a proper Zeppelin tower, uh, feel free to grab a parachute and just jump off. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> And then the question is, are all the parachutes just goblin-sized? <laughs> of course. Mostly. <laughs> because there might be a few that are sized for like an orc or a humanoid, but probably not all the way up to brick-sized. <laughs> yeah. Brick's going to take three of them. Would Mark of Safe Fall help? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mark of Safe Fall would definitely <laughs> So it's really just uh, Garrick. Good luck. <laughs> I commune with the spirits of the week. And hope. Yeah, and congratulations, well. you would have about a minute to do so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just help, 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 help. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> I mean, hey, you've almost drowned, so that that's water spirits almost killing you. This would be air spirits almost killing you. Or, well, actually, no, ground it's the, spirits it's the earth almost spirits who kill you. Yeah, the air spirits, like, eh, we're not hurting you, man. <laughs> I'm not helping either. <laughs> no, the air spirits almost killing you is getting hit in a thunderstorm. Which we also have an opportunity to do pending. Speaking of, yeah, let's do that. How's the weather looking? Also, what is the balloon filled with? Because the fire spirits come for you, too. I specifically asked the, for, for no, clear skies. No, you asked skies. the weird wind spirits. I help. asked the air spirits for asked. clear skies. You asked. Will yeah. they answer? Well, just and, will they, and will their answer be yes, or will it be no? Ask the, <laughs> ask the spirits of air, hey, uh, is this thing filled with helium or hydrogen? <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Speaking it of, matters to some people. Would anyone like to make a survival check? Sure. I'd love to make a survival check. I, I can make, make survival checks. I'm good at survival. Uh, I'm not. Am I? Am I I'd be good at survival. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-six. I can't even roll that high. Twenty-two. Nineteen. I can roll higher than that, but I roll a 17. Holly, would you like to tell the DM how you got that 19? Because I rolled a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) I also got a 19. I I have the same problem. But I didn't roll a natural 20. (laughs) And I got a 16. Yay. So, to all of you, it's getting warm up here. Like, it feels hot and sticky. Because we're going higher? Oh, look at the ground. Because it's it's real humid. Oh, here. Real, oh. Well, right. I don't see any like heat vapors in the distance. No, uh, but it's, it's getting great. really humid here. There's a dragon right below us. There's a dragon right below us. Hi, Deathwing. I look down. You're flying over the barrens. So there's nothing around the airship? No, it's just hot and humid, which means the storm is coming. Is. <laughs> are any of the crewmates currently panicking? 
Specifically, you know, the first mate who actually knows what she's doing. Uh, the first mate is currently this. looking at a barometer. Um, and looking moderately concerned, but is mostly just kind of like watching it carefully and hoping it doesn't get too much worse. Um, Sets motive to see if the world is actually ending and she's just keeping a level head? <laughs> sure. Could I sense motive all well, the could, spirits mm. around us? I don't think the mm. spirits lie. <laughs> I think they're pretty open. It's not about <laughs> them lying. It's about it's about <laughs> acquiring just because I rolled a natural one. <laughs> doesn't mean that that's not still a ten. We are going to die. <laughs> Panic now! Hit the button. Can I, get a, uh, can, can I get a feel for like the spirits around? Sure, only a sense, only a sense button. Make the dice, which is a twenty-two. You also know we're going to die. Like, <laughs> I do too, but I'm going to try my boots on. Uh, to, to quote, to quote Karen Bloodhoof. A stole. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Good time. Well, not from this height. I, 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 will, I will just sort of say that out loud to whoever's nearby. A storm is coming. I'm going to look and see if I can figure out where the storm is coming from. Uh, let me spot check. Try and spot which clouds are coming your well, way. Well, it's not so much clouds as like winds and stuff. Yeah, you can tell where the wind's coming from, but spot the dark thunderclouds. <laughs> I mean, they're big. They are. And 18. Yeah. There's a there's a, there's a a very dark um, cloud front that is heading your way. I rolled a natural 20, which makes it a 23 to spot. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can both spot the, the very dark thunderheads that are heading your way. Captain, what is the standard procedure during a thunderstorm? I don't and know why I became a torrent. <laughs> and batten down the hatches, get underneath, and hope the balloon's still there in about an hour. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. Hmm. We really are going to die. I gathered up all my stuff. <laughs> you, you Mr. Capitap! Punch it! Capitap? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fairweather, could you please help evade that storm as much as you can? Sir, if you could at least get my gender correct. So, as everyone else gets down below decks, I'm going to stay on top. Because this is sort of the ultimate, like, fusion of the elements right now, so it's kind of a thing that would be good to witness. Come at me, bro. <clears throat> kind of. The orc says come at me, bro. That means that the rest of us can live. Does the troll I mean, say hey. come at me, bro? No, the, trolls, the troll has survival instincts. The troll gets to whatever cover he can find. I mean, hey, you could have the entire campaign right here. The storm lights the zeppelin on fire, and then we meet the earth. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit, like, with my back against, like, because I know there's the, there's the, like, there's the, the, the cabin shed that goes down, mm-hmm. like, sort of my back against that with my totem out, just yeah. sort of sitting there, and just going to embrace the elements. Mm-hmm. The elements are going to embrace you. Yep. <laughs> sitting below deck, meditating. Trying not to focus on the imminent death. You with the storm. Yeah, I'm just walking around trying to get used to these boots. You'll notice that I'm, I'm now six inches taller. I've got little, little platform boots. <laughs> just, I'm just yeah, so Craig. Not Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Jr. <laughs> Josh, Josh has these sort of like these boots that have like two coiled steel springs, one on the front, one on the back end of the boot. 
and when he when he activates them, they they have there's like a, a small like leather sheath on the bottom of the springs that sort of when it when it when it collapses, it, it meets with the rest of the shoe and almost sort of looks like just the sole of the shoe. But when he presses the button, it unleashes the springs, and so it just extends, uh, which raises his height about a full six inches, but also gives him a little bit more forward motion when he's running. And potentially decreases some amount of impact with the ground. Also, if the storm takes out the Zeppelin, I'm going to die no matter where I'm at, so I may as well see it coming. <laughs> sure, why not? People have survived airplane crashes before, it's possible. Whatever floats your boot. I don't have a flotation device handy. <laughs> some of us have really, really high cons. I, I'm not one of them. <laughs> you could crash and end up on an island and your best friend could be a volleyball. Could be, yes. <laughs> Regardless, what kind of cover Except is there? Except if you end up on an island where we're at, we got thrown a long way. <laughs> um, it's an enclosed space. There's, a, there's like an open back balcony, but that one has like... So it doesn't have a door, but it has like some heavy curtains that can be pulled shut, so you get that, that sensation of like... You ever sat, like, just inside your front door during a really heavy storm and just looked outside? Um, yes. Sort of like that kind of situation. Cool. Except we're floating. Except you're floating in the air, yeah. Actually. And as, as, as the wind picks up, the cabin itself sort of starts to rock back and forth very I'm, noticeably. I think I'm going to, like... First off, make note of where the parachutes are because those could inevitably be useful, possibly. Um, they are, they're pretty much immediately lining the wall below deck. <laughs> but I think we're actually going to stay above deck and try to keep an eye out for any possible damage to the ship that may occur. Alright. So that you can try and mend it. I mean, hey, why not? You are the iron mender. You've got that spell. Cool. Mending. I've also got mending. Now, where is Sapphire and his uh, and her uh, mark of protection versus weather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a much Several easier levels problem. Ahead of us. This is a much easier problem. That's to a cantrip. The Cragmobile. Yes. Is it really? Actually, yes. Do you have the weather pattern, Marie? The no. storm pattern. No. It's a zero level spell because it's super situational. Huh. But those situations... We don't have access to it. No. Because we are healers. We don't have a utility caster. I mean, we do, just not that level of utility. Your rune master is right there. He just doesn't have that specific pattern. <laughs> it's a good time to spontaneously learn a new pattern. I'm right. <laughs> All right. How many levels do I get for that? <laughs> Uh, actually, there's, there's a feat that you can take to learn an extra pattern. Oh, yeah. Oh, just do the crash thing and randomly gain feet, right? Totally <laughs> out Darn it! Brick's not broken. Um, not yet. Get better at breaking your characters, Rudy. <laughs> so. Get worse at breaking first. yours, Austin. Darn it! This is the first time I've played this. this, uh, this uh, yeah, I'm so. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> Never. So a few minutes, a few minutes later, the rain starts to hit down, and the uh, immediately the those of you who are underneath can immediately hear the 
the, the the pattering of rain on the on the on the main deck of the ship. And you can see it out the back out the the back balcony. The back balcony, by the way, is a disconcerting sight because every like second or two, you see one of the one of the blades of the of the engine pass by. So it's like you're looking you're looking at the back and it's just woof, woof, woof. Oof. It's like that standard first-person ventilation duct thing. Yeah. <clears throat> one of the one of the massive propeller blades that moves this ship forward passes by roughly every second. So if you do have to grab a except this except this time, time instead of a weird light being placed inside the ventilation <clears throat> shaft, it's the sun. So sitting on deck, I just sort of sit there. Community with the spirits getting redone. Go ahead and roll my spirit check. You who communes with spirits. Hey, spirits, can you make it stop raining? No. No, no, they were beyond that. 15. No, just sort of like, I am here and opening myself to the spirits for whatever messages they may or may not want to pass on. Also, I can't pass on messages so I'm dead. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trust in the spirits. <laughs> Uh, you get the sense that the angry air spirits that are making up the main body of this storm are passing over you because you are not their intended uh, their intended uh, destination. <laughs> but you're in their way, and so you are. If collateral damage is a possibility, we're not the we're not the target of the lightning strike. But a lightning strike may happen, and so you sort of get this sensation of like being in the path of someone who is moving very quickly and very angrily toward the destination. Can I tell where the destination is? Not quite. No. You just know it's somewhere south by a long shot. So I just roll my neck back with my eyes closed. Open them up. Where are you standing? Um, around or probably wherever I can get a decent vantage point of most of the ship. So probably close to the I'm, center of the yeah, ship. Yeah, I'm sort of sitting in the center of the ship right now. There's because yeah. there's a big basically in the center of these in the center of the zeppelins there's like a big like cabin thing that leads downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, so we'd probably be fairly close then. Mm-hmm. And I sort of look over. Well, this storm's destination is elsewhere. I will simply be passing by. That's at least reassuring. Hopefully, their wrath is not empty too soon. <laughs> say, looking up to see if there's a lightning strike incoming. <laughs> The noise of of lightning cracks in the distance as a bolt uh, touches down somewhere in the distance, not directly onto any of the not to your ship, not to the balloon, but onto the other ship. (laughs) That Zeppelin carrying her brother. (laughs) Yes, and the lightning will hurt her brother. (laughs) I don't feel loved. about you. We're talking about your character's brother. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, the storm rages on. 
Yay. The storm goes on, and the lightning hey, strikes. Hey, didn't you, like, commit mass murder yesterday? And the light grows cold. No. I'm just saying, this really song is called really The Thunder really Rolls for a reason. Bunch of accidents. <laughs> we were trying to save them. The storm goes on and on out of control. Deep in her heart, the thunder rolls. Anyway. <clears throat> This 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 storm rages on for a while, um, and uh, at one point, uh, the top piece may have broken off. <laughs> it touches. I'm sorry. Polly broke the pe- the mini's I'm hair. I'm so sorry. It's right there. I was letting out my aggression. I've done that before, and it hasn't broken. It's some plastic glue. I'm sorry. Put his hair back on. You scouts this orc. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, music. But um <laughs> This is what your reckless hate has brought. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's playing character. Sorry, I didn't mean to actually do that. God's gonna I mean, watch you. <laughs> you did this. You did this. Sorry. Yes. So, do we uh, die? I need everyone to make a reflex saving throw. I don't like those. I don't like those at all. Why couldn't it have been literally any other saving throw? I mean, I have a reflex saving throw now. 18. Okay. I don't. Five. I have a plus one. I don't have a minus one anymore. No, it should be higher. I have a plus... Two? Two. No, I have a plus three. I have a plus three. So that's a 20. Aha. I forgot that my agility is plus two now. Maybe a 19. Because you had a plus one and it was no, I rolled plus a, three. I rolled a 17. I got a plus one base and then right. a plus two agility. All right. 16. 16. Oh, 20. 20. Oh, 21. Sorry. Nine. Nine. So yeah. my reflex save is a three. It's plus three, not plus one. Yeah, I missed it. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> as, the, as the ship... Uh, something hits the ship, and the entire thing, like, jolts, and, and, yaw, and like, yaws very hardly, very, very hardly, very, very aggressively to the, to the side. hardly. Um, which right, sends, slam into the wall. uh, which sends, uh, Josh slamming into the wall, taking 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Hmm. And sends Leaf tumbling straight towards the edge of the ship because can he is I, currently sitting on the on the deck. Can I catch Leaf? Uh, no, because you were trying not to be thrown off your feet yourself. Towards rigging? Uh, yeah, theoretically towards the rigging. Alright, let's see. Um, do you have Featherfall? He has rigging catch. Featherfall is an arcane spell. Yeah, no, Featherfall is not divine. You have a divine Featherfall. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <clears throat> I'm probably not going to have... Well, divine Featherfall is intervention where you go, please God, don't let me die. <laughs> divine Featherfall is hit the ground, heal. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my 28 hit points say I probably can't pull that off. 
Probably. Theoretically, but probably not. I would recommend catching something. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to catch something. I was thinking, well, I could cast some kind of a spell to buff some stat, but I'd rather have the actual... Just grab the rigging. Yeah, grab the rigging. Grab the rigging. Uh, make me... That's what it's there for. Another reflex saving. It's there to be your Don't friend. roll a five. Don't roll a five. Plus. We're lower than a five. Really, oh. roll much higher than a five. What if I want to roll lower than a five? Why would you want to This is not 2.5 rolling. It's <laughs> <laughs> not golf. You know, uh, saving throws, you don't want to be low in well, second edition. Hey, I rolled lower than a five. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? A three. <laughs> well, all right. So. Too bad you're not actually elite. <laughs> Shoot. I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Watch out, I fly! Oh, didn't you grab a parachute? No. No, he said he, he went, he he went to make sure he knew where they were he at. He went to make sure yeah. he knew where they were. No, I thought you grabbed one. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> so, um, as you are tossed off the edge of this ship... <clears throat> Those of you in the lower deck get a very nice view of Leaf flying by. So, could, could I potentially... Um, I have a thing that I would have been doing as soon as I saw him running. Alright. I would run in the direction that he was going, grab the mooring rope, and dive off after him. I was going to ask if I could, uh, if I have enough time to strap rope to a, to a javelin and huck it at him, and hopefully impale him with safety. <laughs> Fail him with safety. <laughs> Please do that. Which is fine, because both of us are at two different levels of the ship, so neither know what the other is trying to do. Please do this. Impale him with safety. Go fishing for Lee. I'm trying to bungee cord rescue Lee. You're trying to fish for Lee. Alright. Okay. So... I need an attack roll from Jangatal, who is trying to go spear fishing for a for a half orc. I mean, hey, I don't have much AC. <laughs> yeah, but there are modifiers for him throwing into a thunderstorm. I mean, yes, but there's no modifiers for actually hitting me. Actually, no, there is one that's negative. So, and I need a jump check from oh my from Garrett. Roll an eighteen. How a plus two. I have no idea what that was. You can hand it to me. I don't know where it went. Oh, is this a clear one? Oh, I see it. Yeah, it's a clear one. Is that yours? Return it. So, rolled an 18 plus 2, that's 20. That's 23. All right. So, Garrick, as you see Leaf tumbling over the edge, you immediately grab one of the ropes and leap off the side of this, of the uh, Zeppelin. And you look down and see where Leaf is falling, and you sort of angle yourself to try and dive down towards him. And a spear just kind of shoots out of the corner of your impales Leaf right into the left shoulder. With a, with a rope attached to it. So it's something to grab onto. Wrapping the so with your right arm. Twisting the rope. Yeah. Twisting oh, the rope. I impaled your left shoulder. I'm, I'm cool, going but. to try. I don't know if I'll be successful. I'm basically going to try to like swing down, scoop him up, and land us in the open of the inside of the thing. <laughs> I need you to make a strength check to start pulling people in. And I need you use rope. 
I think that would be a climb is, check to hold is there, oh. is, is there an acrobatics check? There's there's uh, uh, there's tumbling. There's a grapple check. There's balancing. There's climbing. I'm pretty sure climbing. There is, is no Indiana Jones roll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think climbing would be used to like hold on to the rope while also holding on to me. I think we need a climb roll. There's a raw strength check. Yeah, make me a climb check. You said it's right. So, what was 20. the damage on that attack? Oh, oh, the oh yes, you, do, you deal damage with that with that javelin. Also, is it a barbed spear? Pardon? Is it a barbed spear? Uh, Quillbores are, are barbed, right? Yes. The, 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 so the, yes, a, quill, okay. a quillbore spear would be barbed. Uh, five points of damage. So okay. Oh, well. Good. Just. But you're, you're you're hanging onto that rope, and he's hanging onto you. I can I, I can well, have five damage. I haven't problem. connected yet. I'm trying to. Um, I rolled a natural twenty to start yanking him up. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> so you hold, you hold on. You hold so, on to this rope, and manage to you you feel it you feel it snap tight right as you manage to get a grip onto a leaf. And at the same time as the rope is snapping to and swinging you towards the main body of the ship, which you realize there isn't actually a door on the side that you went off, uh, so you're about to slam straight That's for fun. the uh, straight for the main body of the Zeppelin. Please do not crush leave. Isn't there? Well, no, because if it would have had to, if he could see it to throw. There's a window, not a door. It's too, we're we're above. Yeah. You threw out, out a window? Yeah. I'll yes. the backside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he went off the side. <clears throat> oh, well. Also, you have to go through a propeller that yeah, way. Yeah, you know? the backside's the propeller. The propeller's slow and big enough. It would have <laughs> reeled us back in on the rope that it tangled up and then brought down the Zeppelin with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all join you. <laughs> I mean, getting him, that's fine. We can slam into the ship. That's fine. I can then yeah, just pull us start, up after start, that. Yeah. So, you know, you know the, um, you know that situation when you have, like, uh, a stopper on a rope that sort of, like, the when you have that situation of, like, uh, a rope with like an attachment on the end that is through a small hole, and so you start pulling on the rope, and the attachment slams into the uh, yeah, go sideways. It, yeah, go, go sideways yes. into the hole. Leaf is currently pressed up against the window because as Jangatal pulls on the on the spear. So <laughs> that's painful, by the way. Time to actually cast a spell, or am I going to have to cast a spell that's quicker than a standard? I think you need action. to make concentration you, checks if you want to cast a dart. You can try and cast a standard action spell, but I'm going to need you to make a concentration check no matter what you want. <laughs> Do I have a hold on him, by the way? Yes. Okay. Would it be would the concentration check be easier if I cast a faster spell? Probably, but not necessarily, depending on the spell. I flash of light. Uh, that's an immediate action. Theoretically, I will call through the window. Yep. Let go of that rope and pull us up from the deck, please. I'm gonna reach out the window and yank Leaf through. If I because I felt the stopper, right? <laughs> Yeah, no. Flash of light. Make a concentration check. Yes. So is the window big enough for me to walk away? I was going to say I'm going to climb up, but since I since I see that he's hanging off from the top, I'm going to go and pull from there. Go up. Go. So you go out there and you grab onto the rope and start pulling. Make me a strength check. I don't think he remembers what he's doing. I mean, no, that's a nine. Sorry. Is the window big enough for you to be pulled through? Theoretically, Lee is really skinny. Yes, but tall. 
Yeah, yeah, so you pull him in the head first. Yeah, that, that won't be a problem. I don't know if you'll fit. <laughs> you have a spear in his shoulder right now. Yeah, it's, it's going to be painful. <laughs> I, he'll survive. I can whip it out and heal it. I'm fine. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you're not able to concentrate through the pain to actually cast a spell right now. Or um, through the falling. What, or it, what did you get for a strength check? I rolled a ten. Ten. Okay, so you start you start pulling the rope up. It's slow going, but you do start reeling the rope in. Um, make me a strength check as well. That's an uh, eighteen. Okay. To reach out, grab the the, the, the skinny man, pull him in. Lee, if you take eleven points of bludgeoning damage as you feel your joints compress in ways they are not meant to, uh, again, you are you are yanked like. You ever had to like um, force a cat through a through a through a hole that is still not wide enough for them? I've tried to put a cat into a kitty carrier that was just slightly too small for him. So yes, I am aware of this unpleasant experience. Uh, no, it was the one that isn't vicious. <laughs> it's the one that won't try to kill you. Yeah, I would not even attempt with the sharper cat. So you. <laughs> <the sharper. laughs> You you feel your shoulders and chest being compressed on all sides as you are forced through a slightly too small window with a spear in your shoulder. Uh, I, I, as I get to the spear part, I just rip it out. I, it's barbed, I think I we've established. Yeah, I try to stop him yeah. to do a medicine. Look, no, I snap the spear I snap the spear off at the barb so I can pull it through. <laughs> okay, yeah. Which oh, okay. helps a little bit. Okay. <laughs> You said what was that? Fourteen damage, or was how much damage? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Plus the five and sixteen that you yeah. took from somebody okay. impaling you with safety. <laughs> we need to talk to Ronitol about his attempts to help. Shanna thinks I'm helping. I'm alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I took less damage on the ascent than I would have on the continued descent. You did. You would have taken even less damage if you had dropped the rope and gone up top to help pull up the other rope. I don't know. Having a like six hundred pound man slam you into a wall might have hurt too. I don't think there was a good answer here. I was already there and holding him. I didn't hurt him getting in the wall. Regardless, I pull him through successfully. Yeah, you, pull, you successfully pull him through after compressing him through the window a little bit. His shoulders were a little too wide, so you kind of had to compress. That's fine. <laughs> I, I adjusted his shoulders. <laughs> also, and probably his hips. Please stop practicing origami on my joints. Also, six hundred fifty-two pounds. Thank you very much. Is he conscious when I pull him through? Are you are conscious? I'm yeah, assuming. So. Yeah, that was only sixteen damage. That's like half my health. <laughs> a little bit more. So yeah. I will then, once he's through and safely, I will help Brick pull me up. Yeah, so the, the two of you working together, you managed to get Garrick back onto the deck. Um, I pull out a knife and I begin carefully uh, pulling the, the barbed spearhead out by cutting the barb. I have an actual heel check, you know. Um, I know, but... Does somebody stop me? Yeah, I'm going to try to heel check. Heel check. I mean, like, like, whatever. That's going to like slap you away for a moment. Shanna's loving this whole thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you, Brick. Let's go check on me. Okay, I finally didn't roll a three or a five. <laughs> Head down. That was actually a twelve. That was decent. Um, Head downstairs to check on me. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. 
So yeah, very, very carefully, you sort of making sure that the angle is straight so no more stray bits are going to get caught in your torso, you pull the barbs out through the other end because it's already been snapped off. So you like sort of making sure your hands and wrists are straight. You just kind of force it out, which is very painful, but you manage to avoid getting any more barbs caught inside your body. And let's see how many healing spells this takes. <laughs> Only one. I come down and plant an ancestral healing totem. Okay, that's just sense. gonna heal you back to normal. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm also just gonna like while it's healing you, I'm just gonna help patch you up. I need a black marker because I think that's that job will be permanently lost. Yes. Well, that is certainly one way to immerse yourself in the spirit. <laughs> I say patting him on the shoulder. Did you have a You might want to pat him on the other shoulder. Patting gently. <laughs> I I have a heel check. <laughs> I have a plus twelve to my heel check. I know how to handle injury. It's not my perform preferred form of meditation. You have a fun flying lesson? <clears throat> Falling without style, actually. <laughs> Falling with absolutely no style or grace. So once once we have once we have uh, I'm going to look at the parachutes device. again. <laughs> There's a little healing totem in the middle of the room going doo -doo 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 -doo, and all of us are regenerating one hit point per round. Just because okay. I've marked, I can continually well, mark one thing. Isn't there always an oasis? I can go hit somebody. Like a one armed orc. <laughs> Wait, what? She looks at me funny. <laughs> Josh gets bad ideas. Wait, did, did you say that no, in I, I, I said it out loud. Okay, but repeat that again. Sorry. I, 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 just, I just, I say, oh, look, we got a totem going. We could just. Uh, and then no use to waste. Uh, no need to waste. No need to waste. waste, waste I could smack uh, Shiana. And then she looks at me funny, and I turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> I'm out of the blast. <laughs> None of us should be hitting anybody else. It's also not wasting. It's healing. Yes, I know. <clears throat> hey, the last time the troll hit somebody, it helped. <laughs> Every once in a while, I glance over and notice that Shiana is still glaring at me. I just sit down. Is anyone else hurt from the doubling? Are we all under deck? Currently, we're yes. not above deck. You are all below deck. Right? Okay. Yeah, did anyone else get? And hurt I'm going to stay below deck. Did anyone else forever? What? Josh took a little bit of it. Josh is fine. Well, Josh is also healing from the totem. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see that most of the, most of the goblin crew is doing all right. Nobody else seems to have gone overboard. They probably already have parachutes. Yeah. I feel I feel like one or two of the goblins saw the Indiana Jones leap and were like, Ooh, we can make money doing that. <laughs> I feel like one or two of the goblins like also saw just uh, invented just invented saw like, the half human get impaled with safety and found it amusing. Just yes. just, just invented like that does sound like a very goblin way to help people on ships. Like I, like, you know, dealing with a warship. I mean, you've already got the war ballista, so just attach a rope to one of them and that's your life preserver. <laughs> yeah, which... You know, parachutes exist. They do. Yeah. But you have to get them back on the ship. Parachute doesn't help Yeah, this is true. So you impale the parachute with the ballista. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then when it gets all wrapped up, I work with the tools I had on hand, man. <laughs> Regardless, and I can't complain. So I'm gonna go uh, making sure everyone's healed. Chill in the corner. I'll go back up to the deck. Anybody curious about what caused the ship to just? Yes, tilt? that's why I'm going back up to the deck. Okay. Let's see what the hell happened. I, first, I had to get Leaf back on board. Then I had to make sure Leaf wasn't dying. Then I can go check what hit the ship. Uh, so you, you head up to the deck and you find that um, Chief Officer Coppernut is already there and is sort of leaning over one side of the ship, kind of looking down. If we lose the rudder... Yeah, and as, as, as you look over the edge, you see the, the rudder on the left side of the ship is scorched and blackened from a lightning impact, and a large amount of the surface area has been splintered and tossed away. Mm, fun. That's not good. <laughs> it doesn't seem good, no. Do you have a spare? A spare rudder? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, I could fix it. <laughs> Worth asking. I can try to mend it, but I don't know if enough of it is there. Uh, there are giant holes in it. Yeah, that's what I said. M- mending, I believe, is a spell that does uh, like handheld things. Yeah, like, like sticks I don't know if and enough strings. Of it is there. I think heal technological device might. Be yeah, repair tech, re- repair, repair damage. Yeah, Do you repair modern damage, whatever. Do you have yeah. Damage? Hold I'm on, a priest that's go going go. to take levels and tinker. Of course, I have. I will go grab Leaf and see if he has a spell for this. Just lower me down on a rope. I'm familiar with the experience. <laughs> just stab <laughs> a javelin at <laughs> You could potentially use your expertise. Alright. I will... I grab a rope. As you start I, to go up, uh, j- uh, the troll runs up to you and ties a rope around your waist and then uh, a long one and then uh, ties it down. And then slaps you on the shoulders and <laughs> motions for you to leave. How long is this rope exactly? 50. No. However long I could find one. I think I'm standing up on top. I will begin moving until the rope inevitably constricts me. I'm, a, I'm like standing outside the door with a, with the, another end of the mooring rope in hand. It's like, oh, I see someone else already got. It's the same rope that he, that the spear was attached to. <laughs> I think Jean Atal didn't want to lose another spear. Fair enough. The one of the rudders was busted, and I'll guide him over to the side. Gotcha. I want to double check this 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 knot. Whatever knot ends up holding me on to If it's the one that I tied, it's a it's a bad one. <laughs> it's a yeah, really no, I'm I'm making my own roll on this. Make a user roll. I will. What'd you get? A seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to let you know, by the way, that when you use the rope, use rope skill, you always think you're successful. Yeah. It's better than my six. Um, <laughs> can I gauge how well this rope is tied to him, by the so way? So you, you retie the rope. And you can make me another use rope roll. Well, I didn't retie it, I just investigated it. Yeah, it was an investigation. You investigated it. You're like, oh, no, this is fine, rope. This is fine, not. At 21. No, that's not going to hold. If I may reach over and pull one end and it just unravels. It's a very skillful slip knot. Grab the, <laughs> grab the mooring rope and tie it around him properly. Okay. Works for me. And then hold, and then I'll hold on to that end so that if he goes over, I'm holding it. I go up on Likewise, I go deck. over. Alright. Now what was this that, uh... 
Need help with? Uh, I don't know if you can actually do anything about it, but uh, we could really use that rudder being functional again before we hit that. I look. <laughs> I don't want to know what we're going to hit. I, I just look over at the rudder. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will while lowering while lowering leaf down to the rudder. I will look at what we're going to be hitting. Uh, so. Uh, you know, right about there. Yep. It's like a... It's a, a mountain. It's a mountain. Yeah. In the middle of the Barrens. Yeah. Random mountain. Why? Was there always a mountain in the middle of the Barrens? Yes. Okay. It's still there. It's just you can't turn away from it right now because the side rudder is gone. Also, it's a volcano. <laughs> you know, at this point, I don't think it matters whether or not it's a volcano. It's a giant piece of rock that we're aimed at. Well, I mean, the fact that it's a volcano just makes it Actually, that's the, that's the mountain that Wailing Caverns is in. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was one of the ones that, like, this, that, that, that uh... Doomfist. <laughs> definitely erupted. I heard dude fist. Dude fist. Dude. Doomfist erupted. Doomfist punched a mountain and it became a volcano. <laughs> So what are you doing? So you're going to cast repair to yeah. Repair moderate damage. You blow my day. Repair moderate It's only the D20 that's been doing terrible things to me thus far. This is, you know... To be fair, what other dice have you rolled? <laughs> it's basically just been the D20, so... So... Roll some we'll D8s. So that's moderate, that's 2D8, yeah. Plus your level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this count as healing for your healing bonus? It isn't a healing domain spell. No. So no. No. Okay. It is not a healing spell. It's a repairing spell. See, five. Plus five, ten, fourteen. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. You managed to restore. As you manage to restore a decent amount of damage, it's still not quite holding wind. Um, but there is more structure to it than was there prior. How many times can you cast I this? I will spell? cast it again. I can cast it a lot. I have an insane amount of mana. Would I know if I could apply troll skin to the not ship? To it has to be alive. Six and. Also, are you, are you are you paying the extra one mana to use all four of your caster levels? I would. Yes, absolutely, I am. Okay. Uh, three, six, nine plus four, so thirteen. All right. Uh, so yeah, so you'd be paying four mana for each of these castings if you're using your yeah. caster level. Uh, thirteen is twenty-seven points of damage healed. Uh, it looks like. It'll hold air now. Um, it's looking a little damaged still, but it looks like it. It'll be less efficient than it should be, but at the very least, one it's last attempt. I will direct uh, copper pants. I will continue casting this spell the... until it does not make a noticeable difference. I know it is that copper pants. Can't remember what her actual name is. Seven, two. So that'd be nine again. Thirteen. Yeah, so that the with the last of the damage repaired the 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 rudder 
is fully righted, and she, Chief, uh, Chief Officer Coppernut. Um, I, I have to ask real quick: What does it look like when you're casting this spell? Like, just um, visually, I'm curious. Let me look at the exact description. That, I imagine it looks like Cure Wounds, just instead of, like, flesh regrowing, the wood just, like, reverses, re, like, splinters backwards into place. Because I'm just curious, like, because, I mean, the visual is probably entirely up to you. I'm just like, what Never does mind. It's not even more magic and mayhem. <laughs> it's, well, more magic and mayhem? Yeah, it's more magic and mayhem. Oh. Holy, mm-hmm. just... Just... The wood growing back. Yeah. Essentially. I don't think it's because I'm just curious, like, tells. I'm especially because I'm sure the goblins are going to like find this sort of spell fascinating because it's not a common one. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a priest spell, especially so. Because it's not just a healer spell. No, it's a healer spell. No, it's a priest spell specifically. I'm pretty sure. I have access to it. Really? Yeah. I it's, it was it's an arcane spell. It's healer spell. It's arcane and priest, I think. <clears throat> we'll find out in a second. Assuming I can, you know, find the single largest part of this book. <laughs> Which is to say this spells. There we go. The magic. Okay, it's a lot earlier than I thought it would be. Healer spells. It's not in there. Never mind, it's not in there. Are you checking healer and priest? Yeah, it's specific. Yeah, um... So it's not in this book. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Might it be in Alliance Player's Guide? Let's, I don't think it is, but... Because I don't think I've looked in Alliance Player's Guide at all for my spells, but I've seen it before. I don't think it's in Core Magic and Mayhem, but I'll check. As, is it in the Core Rules? It's not in the Core Rules. Thank you. It might be Dark Factions, because I know a lot oh. of Sapphire spells. Actually, it might right. be Horde Player's Guide. Right. It's almost definitely not Horde Player's Guide. It's I will check that in Dark Factions. You mean Poor Player's Guide? It, it definitely wasn't our faction. I didn't even look at that book. Oh, okay. Oh, well, never mind that. And a Horde Player's Guide. Alliance has, like, Bracing Sleep and. Like, I'm just curious what it looks like. I don't think that's going to be listed in the spell. No, it's Which not I should definitely just, take. I think it does. I mean, back. I should definitely take <clears throat> Bracing Sleep. <laughs> it is a good spell. You can prepare spells while you sleep. As we fuddle through these files. Massive numbers of books. Massive numbers of books. <clears throat> I think that's all the books accounted for, actually. I don't think it matters. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, hey, if it, it just says it, 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 if I can choose how it looks, then I would imagine it would basically just be some kind of solid-looking light energy sort of expands oh, out. Oh, here it is. It's, it is in the Horde Player's Guide. Really? Huh. Yeah. And um, it is an Arcanist spell. Just find the spell. Yeah. So what would you say it look like? It actually is probably just look like you know. Yeah, it's no. They're gener- they're generic healer spells, not priest specific. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And healer. Uh, but yeah. And so just like the the spots fill them with light, and then the spots fill them with light, and then it sort of you magically re- you magically repair damage to a single building, golem, or engine, or similar construction. The spell has no effect on living creatures or undead. It affects only artificial constructs of the building. Yeah, there's no description of how. Yeah, there's yeah. no description of what. So basically, the area just fills in with a sort of solidified light, and then fades away to reveal repaired material in its place. So there is a like white goldish glow that sort of fills in the areas of damage and when it fades away there is 
fresh material in place of what was previously rent and destroyed. And depending on the material, it may or may not look more Tron-like. <laughs> so, once it's repaired and Copper Nut issues the thing, I'll start. I'll get him back up. Cool. Yeah. Chief Officer Copper Nut issues the order. Mr. Fairweather, could you please get us off of a collision course with that mountain? <laughs> Can Mr. Fairweather get knocked overboard? No. He's good. He's, he's got something in. to hang on to. He's strapped in. Yeah, he's on the bicycle. Also, seat. like I see that the, I see that the um I see that the rudder got blown up, but I'm just gonna like sort of look behind us and see what hit us, if anything. If anything's invisible. Didn't she say it was a lightning strike? Oh yeah, no lightning strike. Right. Yeah, it was burn. Like burn. Uh so uh so the eventually the um the uh well, you can uncover if you want to look. You can only a spot check. Um, the uh, the ship slowly gets uh, starts starts to turn left and veers off of the course of impact with this particular mountain. Um, when uh, another lightning strike hits. The uh, the the rear rudder this time, and the and the and the engine. It was not a lightning strike that came from above. Where do, do I see where it's coming from? Uh, down somewhere, like far off in the distance, toward from the ground, a blast of lightning just erupted from the ground and shot up towards the the bottom of the of the the ship and crashed into the the engine. The ship. As a consequence, begins to spin very quickly. We're under attack! I call out. The engine, would that be. Would I be able to access that from the inside? Uh, not really. Okay. It's mostly built into the back of the, of the main deck. You say spinning. Yeah. Spinning spiral of descent? Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> like. Did I get a look at what was attacking us? Um. It starts spinning real quick, but you see just the faintest... You're only like a couple hundred feet off the ground. Um, so you, you see just the faintest glimmer of metal um, and uh, gold uh, and... Yeah, metal, like the Alliance primary... colors? Yeah. Alliance. I'm going to immediately just ask out... Um, Repair the engine or brace for impact. I mean, if you can get us back online, that'll help make the descent a little bit less painful. All right. I've already almost fallen off this thing once before, and I will fall off it again if I don't do this. So, Uh off I go. I'll go dangle him over the engine. And you don't have to dangle on this one. This is, this is like, the the engine is literally built out of the back of the seven. In that case, I'm going to go downstairs and grab a pair of parachutes. And I'm going to run over to it and try to repair it again. Look at everyone downstairs. So how are the rest of you hanging in as the ship starts to spiral down? I knew it. I Two. knew it. He's Eight. He's never okay. getting on its own again. Fourteen. Fourteen uh, points restored to the end. Yeah. Drag him on. He's going to be... If JoJo has taught me anything, <laughs> it's that you never, ever board an aircraft if you're a protagonist. Oh my god! Oh my god! And it's the only time you board one. You're the only one who survives. I'm gonna have to sedate well, you. Well, you never, you never, you never board an airplane if you're a JoJo protagonist. Period. 
And you've already demonstrated plot armor against this sort of thing, so you know. <laughs> uh, and I am the size of a JoJo protagonist, but <laughs> the uh, and, and as you as you're all ha- as you're all having this conversation, Warlord Bloodhill kind of bursts out of the his, the private cabin that he had been staying in uh, the entire time as the ship starts to careen, uh, and he almost immediately just kind of looks out the back. Uh, where and sees everything spinning and looks down. You are absolutely certain that there is no way that anyone could know exactly where they were looking off the ground, but he looks out the back of that ship and his eyes immediately lock in on where that blast came from and is looking almost fixedly on the Alliance soldiers as the ship spins. Like His, his neck cranes as the ship spins to and from the... So spins away from it. I'm just I, imagining I was, his head turning I like was, an owl. <laughs> I was saying as, as I come down to grab the parachute I'm announcing... We're too close to the ground to use a parachute. We're under 500 feet, it's not going to work. That's a goblin how, parachute. How's the shit? <laughs> I don't know that. We've been attacked by a lion. Josh shouting that? Uh, yeah, um, I mean... We've been attacked by alliance forces. They've taken out the engine. Okay. Uh, well, where we're, we're on a slow descent. What, what looks like the safe, the most crash-resistant part of this? I mean, not crash. What looks like the safest cubby that might not shatter into a million pieces? Nothing is crash-resistant. He does like three hundred damage per hit. Seven hundred. Yeah, we're not hitting the ground. We're actually just as we get close. There's to this, everything that gets. Why is there a centaur? <laughs> Why is there a centaur down there? And Ash is Does the 14 hit points do um, anything to, with the session? It, it starts to sputter and kick back online very slowly. It's by no means back online, but it, it starts to spin a little bit. Tell me whenever I get opportunities to cast more spells. On uh, as you look up, you realize there's also a hole in the balloon. Oh, I mean, so, so, oh. would it help if I threw someone up into the air while the parachute was on? <laughs> you could throw um, me at the balloon, and I could repair it, maybe. Because I might just put a parachute on the leaf, pull it, and shot put him out, so at least he doesn't just... die. <laughs> or for my parasailing position, I could see if I could reach the balloon and land it, maybe. Jump. If the parachute, yeah, that's not gonna work either. Uh, I mean, it'll slow us down at the very least. It won't. Be, yeah, I mean, it won't fully to... extend, but it'll slow people down. So yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, we, I mean, put a parachute. So in I think the, hole. the balloon's probably more important to repair than the engine. The engine gives actually, us thrust. Actually, the balloon no, gives us. We're currently we're yeah, currently falling down. If you just down. pull the parachute, it'll yank you up. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to try um, it'll it'll balloon to a certain extent. I don't. Yeah, but it'll help. It'll be better than standing better on the ship nothing. when it hits the ground. So awesome. yeah, I grab. I'm grabbing two parachutes <laughs> and I'm going back up and putting one on Leaf. Uh, uh, Leaf already has one on. I already have one. He's already. Oh, did you grab one? Yeah. 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 Always he got back. Oh, okay. I thought you just went to check on them. I didn't want you to. No, that was the first time. I checked on them once, and that's a mistake. Well, in that case, I'm grabbing a parachute and putting them. I'm and going up to the deck. Is the engine actually moving at all right now? It's slowly, very painfully slowly. It's like sputtering and kicking. I'm trying. Hearing the balloon is more important right now, especially because it's losing air. So, well, if it's, I'm thinking whether or not it's stupid to try to pull the parachute right now because <clears throat> that might damage the parachute so close to everything. So I'm back up there next to Leaf now. How fast are we approaching the ground? Uh, very quickly. Yeah, I just reach um, over and grab Lee's parachute and pull it. 
Okay. <laughs> so, Leaf, as uh, as Garrick pulls the cord on your parachute, uh, there's a there's like a, a sound of like um, metal grinding noise. Uh, and please don't uh, tell me you roll uh, for this thing and roll a one. Uh, a pair of side struts emerge out the side of the parachute package, and, uh, a, pair of, like, yeah. and a pair of like wooden barrels with canisters and fuses burning. <laughs> oh, okay. These are the great parachutes. So a, yeah. light, light up. And a few seconds later, you find yourself soaring through the air as this makeshift explosive jetpack <laughs> takes you off into the as air. As soon as I notice the barrels, I untie the rope, by the way. <laughs> good, good. So, so I see what happens is he goes, yoink, and you go, choo. No, I, I, I just yoink. Goblin engineering. So, upon seeing that, I pull mine. <laughs> yeah, so as you, as you pull the rope, a pair of barrels, basically with gunpowder jetpacks. Can I um, okay. use the parachute? At this point, yeah, to the parachutes. I'm guessing there's no way I can get this balloon on the way up. Probably not. No. You're lucky you don't slam into it on the way up. The I'd probably go through it. Uh, and so. The, 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 the parachutes, as you have learned, aren't just parachutes. There are, there are like, single-use propulsion jetpacks to get you far away from the ship that is going down before the parachute fires out. So the, the, the like, I mean, a, para, a para basically explosive lift, like, jump jets, basically, <laughs> launch you way away from the Zeppelin into, into the air, almost like an escape pod fire, like a personal escape pod firing out. Now the trick is going to be getting John Gatolic one. And then... <laughs> After, and then a few seconds later, after the, after the explosive payload burns out, then a parachute launches. To be fair, considering one of the primary reasons you'd want to leave a Zeppelin is because the immediate area about 300 feet around the Zeppelin is suddenly a lot fiery than normal. Makes sense that this would be the escape method. Uh, Shiana's going to grab one of these and try to shove it on him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna assist and try to get try to get this on him. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna assist. I can say, hear the angry cat growl. Hey. You want to live? Put Let's it on. This. Put it on. No, 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 <laughs> no one Are tell there? him that fire stops troll regeneration. Just like uh, fire does not stop troll regeneration in this in uh, Warcraft. So first of all, I'm guessing that 300 d6 uh, of fire damage ball, stops troll regeneration. The, the the ship would be too big for that. I'm guessing. Are you asking for the, the glyph of uh, safe ball? Oh no, yeah, that won't save this entire Zeppelin. It'll save you. <laughs> Are there any? Are, is there any? Well, like, anybody he puts it on. Yeah. Well, it has to be an object, but it, it'll anyone who's holding onto it will be affected by it also. So, put it on one of his spears, <laughs> or something, something that more people can hold on to. Yeah, you maybe. can put it on his armor if you want. <clears throat> his armor. On his armor, yeah. Is there is there anything bigger that's not attached to the ship? That, that, um. You could like rip a door off its hinges or something. Yeah, yeah you surf could, a door down. You yeah. could theoretically rip the door of one of the cabins off. Let's do that. <laughs> make, make me a strength check. Come out off of the distance. <laughs> Leaf and go. I don't see any natural shoots going off. That thing just. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you walk over to the cabin that Blood Hill had, had barged out of and just like. Okay, got it. And I, uh, I will. I will set it down, and uh, anyone who wants to get off not using one of those one of those flying things, get up on. Uh, sure. 
Okay. The troll looks around at the imminent destruction everywhere he sees and figures. Do you, sure. Do you grab a parachute? I'm gonna go ahead and grab she'll, a parachute. Then. She'll take the one she was trying to put on hand. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'll go on a parachute. All right. Yeah. Parachute and just kind of. Oh just wait, there are some. Okay. <laughs> so both of you roll me a d20 and don't roll a one. <laughs> don't roll a one. Yeah. How about 15 plus whatever? That's not a 1. That's a 1. Is that that's a 1? That's a 1. This is a 7. So, so critical malfunction do. There goes your other arm. And of course, <laughs> the person who rolled the 1 isn't the person who has a... Uh, don't roll a 1. 1. Uh, void malfunction. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm right next to you because you were right next to me with the chip. No, it's rolled 20. Now the question the is one. whether the jetpack blows up in your face. The question is, is it time for the troll to respond to this? Because there's, there's, there's three ways I can see this thing failing. Either it doesn't go off at all, in which case you get on the door and you're safe. Or it blows up, which in case you take damage, but then you get on the door and you're safe. Or it fires off and then the parachute fails, in which case you are very, very, very dead. <laughs> <laughs> How does the door thing work? It just, it, 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 uh, it's safe. It, uh, slow fall, I think it's what it's called. Yeah, slow fall. If oh. the object is falling, it is treated as though it were under So the you're going to have to get out of the ship anyways. You can't just stand on it and wait for the ship no. to crash. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, he, no, he literally, you, you run, jump over the edge and you surf it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the first. It's the first level of Sonic Adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one hundred percent the first level of Sonic Adventure. Two. Sonic Adventure two. Yes. Yeah, you just become Knuckles, just like lay on it and just bodyboard. Uh, so. Uh, How do I die? So when 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 you when you pull the parachute, you cord, dive. You realize that you're still inside. <laughs> and so a pair a pair of barrels with gunpowder jump jets emerge from the side of the of the. Of the of the bag, and are, launch. Are, are they on fire? And detonate, <coughs> and you crash through the roof of the zeppelin. Ow. Taking a little bit of damage. Taking uh, a lot of bit of damage. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. That's okay. As you crash through the uh, as you crash through the the <laughs> the, uh, the zeppelin and sort of spiral off into the distance. The parachute does eventually go off, though, so you 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 do eventually start to course correct. So <laughs> we see this from the She's distance. The direction is rolling once. Huh. <laughs> you told it not to. I think someone will be healing. I think a lot of people are going to need. And so um, the uh, Lord Bloodhilt and several of the goblins also grab parachute. Bloodhilt, like grabs the parachute and dashes through the very slowly kicking and spinning blades behind the uh, behind the ship and leaps off as he pulls the cord and the parachute the uh, the, um, the the barrels extend and rocket him towards where that lightning bolt came from as he angles himself toward Hilt is going for the alliance forces <clears throat> that's yeah. by himself. I'll be there as soon as I can. We may not. We may not have a commander in a few minutes. We also won't have a wait on the inevitable surrender offers that we give them. I mean, they did try to kill us. Yes, without and they did a darn good job of it. I'd without, rather not test without, them again. Without knowing, without knowing who was on the ship, too. That's like that could be civilian or not. Um, <laughs> and so, meanwhile, Brick. 
you sort of like lay the the door on the on the back end of the of like on the balcony at the back yeah. where the where the where the the blazer spinning very very slowly and you cast the glyph on it and it's this like this slowly rotating ward that sort of like it, like um uh, sort of has the shape of uh, a pair of wings that like extend on the on the on the surface of this of this door and you just kick the back wall to push off and so you and Jangatal are surfing this door as it slowly descends. <laughs> I like to imagine there's like four goblins on the back of Frick Bay as I was like... <laughs> so you're, you're sort of like, you got one hook on each side of this door and just kind of like slowly surfing it down as it slowly descends. <laughs> That's awesome. Hang on, Jangatal. Oh just... my goodness, there is so much hanging off. <laughs> He's got claw attacks now. So it's City, attacks. City escape begins to play in the distance. <laughs> Follow me, set me free. Trust me, we'll escape from the I don't know this song. It's a really bad song. My husband knows it, and I don't. It's because it's from the Sonic games. Oh, it's a really okay. bad song from a really bad game. Sonic Adventure 2 was not a bad game. But that was, was from the Sonic last Adventure good one. game. But that was from Sonic Adventure 1. No, no it was no, from 2. Sonic Adventure no. 1 was amazing. Oh, and it was also from Sonic Adventure 2. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you had to believe that for some reason everybody can think that Sonic suddenly became black and has red stripes. Because that's totally... Oh, he's a hedgehog! All hedgehogs look alike. Doesn't matter what color they are. Doesn't matter that they look nothing alike. <laughs> there are how many bipedal hedgehogs? Amy. There aren't really a lot of bipedal hedgehogs in that, you know, universe. Well, in the game so, one, there just, aren't, but it would be like mistaking Rudy for William. <laughs> because they both wear glasses and have no hair. It'd be like mistaking me for Will Smith. Okay, so anyway. Wait. Didn't I marry I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway, how do we, how, how massive of an explosion does the does the zeppelin give off? How many people die in the explosion? Um, so the zeppelin descends and descends, and as you look, it crashes into the rent between the two barons, into a river of lava, basically. Point of order. Oh, Which side of the rent are we falling on? Uh, you're falling on the opposite side, on the south side, the one you're supposed to be on. Which side of the rent is the alliance base on? <laughs> on the south side. Okay, good. That's what we do. Just wanted to make sure that we weren't... If we're going to lose uh, Blood Hill, at the very least we'll lose him in a place where we can collect his body later. <laughs> Rather than lose him and he's on the other side of the rent. Let's there's an alliance now. Yeah. Let's head toward the Alliance as soon as we can. How many of us are still floating down? Uh, Over the course of the next minute or two, all of you slowly touch down across like a 200-foot spread, basically. Ow. Okay. I'm going to start running toward uh, where we saw him disappear. Regroup first, I call out across the front. You guys can catch up with me. If Joss wants to die, that's fine with me. He wants to test out his new spring boots. I start... Yeah, getting there. There are people that need healing. Yeah, no, I start 
Uh, tracking people down that need healing. Yeah, well, we will try to regroup everybody before we charge off towards Alliance troops. <laughs> so I can plop down a I thing. Don't normally Reassemble pack. Reassemble pack. Okay. Put down totem. Let it heal. Then we go. Because <laughs> I can spend one mana. I'm oh, sorry. I need three mana healing. So can we see them? Um, I mean, she like we are, puts are her finger on my shoulder. Or or I think he's about to put on you a don't, totem. You don't, I put oh. down a totem on the ground. Awesome. Awesome. Never it's mind. healing without touching. <laughs> How long does that totem last for? Technically, uh, I have ranged healing too. So it's ten, just uh, a lot less efficient. So it heals 10 hit points? Yeah, deals, deals 10 hit points. And then I put another one down if we still need it. Yeah. I still need a little. <laughs> that just cost me six mana. I'm fine with that. I appreciate this. You're welcome. Where is. I think the closest to thank you you're ever going to get. <laughs> there it is. Found it. Your healing is appreciated. Your healing. Can we see them from where we are? are we I tell many other uh, the alliance or yeah. the alliance. How many other people were there? On the uh, there were only about five or six guys. Yeah. Okay. And most of them yeah. are yeah. went down with the door. Most of them got their own Cool. What is this point? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, you broke it off. Yes, I was asking where it was. Oh, I know what right. I did to it, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. it's all right. We're going to hear this one. Uh, so, yeah, what can we see from where we're at of the lights? Uh, so, yeah, as you, as you look, um, the area that you saw... Um, it couldn't have been the actual base. Um, you can sort of, in the distance, you can see the towering uh, fortifications of the actual Alliance base are much further south. Um, and they are flying flags, and they have siege weapons that are out prepared, uh, designed to ward off attacks, definitely not able to reach that far away. Um, and as you look across this, this entire section of, the, of land, that you hadn't been able to get as much of a close look from across the other side is horribly shattered and uneven. Like, there are a number of different areas where elevation <laughs> is just, like, completely broken, like a pair of tectonic plates that just smashed and fractured. Like, there are, uh, like, sheer cliff faces that are only about, you know, 10, 15 feet in various locations up and down, like fissures across the entirety of the battlefield. Um, and you can see the broken remains of what looks to have been a regular skirmishing zone between these two fortifications uh, that is completely broken and uneven based on the, the, the fracturing of the ground beneath them. You can see the remains of old destroyed war machines and uh, former banners and small encampments that have been completely shattered by the breaking of the earth. Um, and you can see uh, on the one side, uh, a fair distance off is the the, the, the distance uh, towers and fortification of the Alliance base, and significantly closer on your end, the um, imposing black iron and spiked surfaces of the Horde Desolation Hold, um, which has its own siege weapons that are implemented. You're you're sort of looking at like a blood gulch situation, where the two bases are sort of set up. Within visual range of each other, but so he- but but far enough apart, and with enough heavy fortifications that they can't just sit back and lob fire at each other. 
Um, but they're sort of like designed to stare at each other intimidatingly and send skirmishes across occasionally. Wonderful. For those of us that played Halo. Um, and the uh, the battlefield is currently relatively quiet, but the area that you had seen the attack come from was on some of the hills to the northeast, uh, likely, if you had to take a guess, maybe from like a scouting position or a like a uh, an ambush or like a forward base that they were trying to set up. Do we actually see the Alliance forces from here? Not the ones that attacked your Zeppelin. <laughs> well, we need to retrieve Blood Hills regardless, so into the Alliance position. When you get out of the field, they're going to start shooting from the main towers and stuff, but we can... Well, we might be able to stealth across. We'll see. I can stealth across. We'll see if we can find him before he gets completely pin-cushioned. You and me, babe. Let's go get him. <laughs> Chuck's gonna die. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm not the most... Uh, I'm not the person she hates the most in the party. No, you're not. No. Congratulations, Zachary! Actually, before you, before you do this that... This is like a first. Before you do that... Um, Actually, no. There was a time when he was your most hated person in the party oh, as well. Definitely. So. <laughs> when was that? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. I will first... First, I want to cast Augury. All right. And just uh, basically ask the, call the spirits and ask them, um, will we... Will, uh, will we be able to cross this field successfully? Augury. It gives me wheel, what wheel, woe, or nothing. Or both. Good, bad, or indeterminate in two different ways. It's a magic eight ball, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, maybe so. Ask again magic. later. It's a more accurate magic eight ball, but still a magic eight ball. Only slightly more accurate. I just want to hear the spirit say ask again later. <laughs> yes. Get back here. There is the other D10. That is not a D10, that is a D6. <laughs> that is a rock! We having trouble? Yeah, go. There we go. Um... Ah, uh, you get both wheel and woe. Mm. <laughs> Will be dangerous to cross. Uh, in that case, I'm going to cast call the call the spirits to give myself a plus five the next time I attempt to stealth. <laughs> Seems <That's> fair. fair. <clears throat> and uh, I will have. I, if I start to see, if I start to see, um, uh, don't, forget, uh, don't forget to mark off twenty-five gold for the incense cost of augury. Oh, is it? oh yeah, sure. Um, also, I am going to uh, have windwall totem prepared as uh, for, as my, basically, if I see arrows coming, windwall totem. <laughs> All right. Or if I see bullets coming, windwall totem. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see the bullets coming. Glenn. If I hear bullets coming, when Walter... You'll feel them coming. 
if you see guns pointed in your general direction. Generally a good idea. So you've got a spell that will counteract your armor check penalty, basically. Yes. Mostly. Um, entirely. Okay. And, and, and but my armor check penalty is currently minus four. Oh, okay. So you think you got breastplate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, I thought I was going minus five. Never mind. No, it's minus four. I'm pretty certain. You're, you're right. I was misremembering how Mithril worked. Yeah, it's minus four. Yep. So, and, and yeah, uh, Windwall Totem basically provides, does what it says. It makes a wall of wind, which causes um, uh, any bird smaller than an eagle... And arrows and bolts are arrows and bolts are flected upward and miss, while any other ranged weapon passing through it has a thirty percent miss chance, with the exception of giant thrown boulders, siege and projectiles, and other massive ranged weapons. But if they're firing siege cannons at us, run faster. <laughs> In case you didn't figure that out. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let us try to quietly pass this area without getting shot at. On our way to retrieve Bloodhilt in one form or another. Who is certainly not stealthing. No, he is not. He, in <laughs> fact, jetpacked his way there. So, hey, we only have to roll higher than him. <laughs> he has to roll high enough that they don't notice you while distracted by Bloodhilt. So, everyone can roll me a stealth check. 17! So, no, 18, because I do have a plus one. An additional plus one. 23. 18's as good as you're getting from me. What? not you get? I actually got a half decent roll. I actually got a 16. 28. 13. 18. Lower your again? 23. 23. The armored troll and the armored uh, orc have the same stealth check. I'm not wearing much armor. I know. This was the unarmored troll. Oh, sorry, yeah. Unarmored troll and armored orc. Yeah, so the uh, the group of you try and make your way as quietly as possible, and you sort of dash between different bits of broken ground and scattered earth that have been tossed up by the upheaval in the earth, <clears throat> trying to keep yourselves between... trying to keep the terrain between you and the main alliance base as much as possible. Which is a little bit easier because you imagine they're probably mostly looking for incoming troops from Desolation Hold, which means they're not looking in your direction all the time. Um, so you you eventually make your way towards the direction of where you imagine the attacking uh, uh, the um, the blows had come from the the, the lightning bolts that it struck. Um, and you find, um, eventually, you hear the, um, the noise of, um, it's a weird noise, because it's sort of a reverberation sound, like, uh, hitting something that isn't quite physically there, like a boom, boom. Um, happening roughly every two or three seconds and you hear the sound of conversation uh, in a tongue that you do not recognize. What I have a couple of different tongues. What tongue? I might recognize it. What languages do you speak? I speak... Hold the list. 
Uh, common Orcish, Tarahi, and Zindali. Don't pick this thing. Okay. I've got Goblin and Gnomish, if that helps at all. Do not speak this language. Okay. It's, it's, it's. You're it's, lucky that I understand half of what these people are telling me. <laughs> it's elves. They're speaking in the elvish language. <laughs> mm. It could be Drenai for all we know. I mean, very well could be. Uh, does it sound like Russians? No. Okay, not Drenai. <laughs> Drenai sound like Russians. There. You speak any languages of import? Josh? Uh, they've already been mentioned. Alright. Does it sound like. Uh, just, I know we can't understand the language, but can, but listening to the timbre of the voices, can we tell who's speaking it? Uh. I've heard elves, elves and humans, and dwarves and, or, and gnomes talk. Before. Yeah. Um, I assume I would also be familiar enough with yeah, alliance yeah, races to get a good idea. Yeah. me an intelligence check. Thirteen. Can I take one of your d20s? <laughs> you need it. Thank you. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a four. So. So six. Yeah. <laughs> um, you definitely recognize the hard sound of a dwarf speaking a tongue that is not their own. Um, and what sounds like an elf definitely speaking what is probably their native tongue. So it's just sort of like cocking my head to the side. A dwarf and an elf ahead. Wow. Sneak up Brown. slower. Sneak up closer. Wow. <clears throat> see what we're going to identify. Like, does the. The growling sound like some sort of a mechanical thing or a magical thing? Or. Uh, go ahead and. What knowledge do you have? Um. Knowledge I have engineering and arcana. I imagine would be the well, arcana. I have knowledge arcana, uh, the planes, religion, and nature. I like this die. Arcana would work. Would military work? No, military. Military might help. Yeah. Uh, fourteen. Twenty-one. Military. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That's a weapon report off of a magical barrier. Okay. That both of you recognize that. Cool. <laughs> magical weapons, which is probably shooting the lightning bolts. No, like it's a oh, weapon okay. bouncing off a magic barrier. Oh, okay. So they're trying to trying to storm something M- magically enhanced. Do we hear the sound of an orc grunting while swinging? <laughs> Not at the moment. Let's find out. Yeah, let's keep going and see what we see. <clears throat> so as you as you quietly make your way over the ridge, you find. The uh, there is an area of what looks to be like a small entrenched position. There's like a handful of sandbags that have been laid up in various locations, uh, with like a handful of weapons kind of scattered around the ground for easy use if they if called upon to use. Um, and there is uh, there are three individuals currently in the center of this of this area. You spot. Um, there's a campfire in the very center with a pair of tents set up to one side. There is a dwarf uh, adorned in full, like very heavy plate armor, with a uh, a hammer and axe uh, on both sides of his belt, um, uh, with sort of this this like horned helmet uh, with sort of like a skull motif on the front of the helm, uh, with sort of these big heavy like blue dark blue metal. 
uh, pauldrons and plate mail, uh, having a conversation in what you can only assume is Elvish based on the lilt of the, of the language and the difficulty the dwarf seems to be having speaking it. Um, uh, with a uh, a high elf, the sort of very tall, very pale um, look like features. blood elves, but not blood elves. Yeah, that sort of they look like blood elves, but rather than the iconic glowing green eyes, they have these glowing blue and white eyes uh, with these long white and silver robes, uh, with this like platinum blonde hair that stretches down to roughly like chest and back of back of chest uh, length. Um, and the the third individual being a uh, a human um, in sort of this, this shining plate mail of like uh, blue and silver with the sort of goldish trim and a large like long staffed maul in his left hand as he sort of leans uh, leans into one side uh, conversing with these three and immediately past them you see. Wailing away like he's not tiring or any or any or feeling any exhaustion is Warlord Bloodhill just swinging this massive hammer at the air, and you keep seeing this like this like impact uh, reverberation across an, across a magical barrier. No sound is carrying through from his screaming uh, and swinging the weapon about, but you can see his attacks are just repeatedly bouncing off of this barrier. They seem to have like uh, shoved him like forcibly like in the middle of the fight, likely, gotten him positioned into, like, the, the, the nook of, uh, like, a hill, and then forced this magical barrier up around the shape of the hill so it completely seals him off. Sort of like an impromptu jail cell, basically. So I'm going to just, like, sort of bring everybody back down so that we're not <coughs> visible to them, or that, we're not, that we can't see them anymore. Spellcaster and two warriors. Uh... Shiana and I can take out the spellcaster if the rest of you can focus down the armored ones. How many other... Were they the only people nearby? They were the only ones that you saw. Okay. Yeah, we can. Right. We can so do that. We will head for the rogue one. Mm-hmm. What the top. I'll sort of hold my hand out to the size of a dwarf and see if you can... You attack the small one. He goes straight for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. How is the, would I know how this barrier would be controlled? Um, it's likely a spell that was that was cast by the uh, by the elf. Which means the only way to get it, the only way to get rid of it, would be to either get the elf to dispel it himself or kill the if elf. If you could focus on the human. And then Josh and Leaf assist wherever you feel necessary. Then once we deal with the elf, we'll break away to help with the dwarf and human. Okay. Okay. Are we going to attack in different angles? Are we going to flank or just go straight in? The four of us will go straight in, the two of you can flank it, if it would help. Uh, I've already cast Mar- I cast Markin on all of us the night before, so we all get plus four a plus four bonus when flanking with each other. Okay. Um, so I'm going to cast Rockbiter weapon on my sword and get ready to charge. Three, two, one. 
success mark of kind striking on myself. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm giving it Actually, um, <coughs> where's the... Sp- Any other buff spells before we go? <laughs> Any other buff spell before we go, indeed. Uh, <laughs> All my all my other buff spells are loud, so I mean I'm ready to go. Oh actually, um do you have no that's not um what what kind of did you say you were giving what what kind of bonuses do your AC increasing things. Yeah, Those are mostly morale, morale bonuses, They're right? typically morale, yeah. Cool, I can give sacred bonuses to AC. Oh, I do cast Inner Fire on myself. Because yeah, that lasts three minutes. What kind of a... So. Uh, plus one divine bonus to attack rolls and plus three divine bonus to AC. So, this spell says it gives a sacred bonus, and I don't know if that is supposed to be a divine bonus, because I've never heard of something being a sacred bonus before. That, that, that is this game's version of the same thing. Okay, well, cool. I mean, like, this came straight out of the, this game's book, so... Yeah. It references divine and sacred differently, for some reason? I'm not sure. It's because it's inconsistent. The, the core will probably references as, as divine, but other well, things are references as sacred. Sometimes, even within the same books, they'll use 3-5 terminology, and then they use their own terminology. But they're essentially the same. Right. Yeah, it just wouldn't make sense for them to stack. So, um, it's yeah. just like in the, even in three five, that something references an infernal bonus, and then the FAQ they're like, "Yeah, we said infernal. It's really a divine bonus." Does anyone have a particularly low will save? Because it also gives spell resistance, and that could be helpful in. Case oh, okay, of- yeah, it's uh, sacred is actually a thing that appears in various things. Sa- sacred is sacred is just the and your AC isn't the sacred greatest. and infernal are just the terms for a good and evil sourced divine bonus. Yeah. like I said, they do it for five occasionally too. In that case, I'm going to cast Grace of the Holy Light on you, okay. and that is plus What's one to plus one or to sacred AC and profane. Actually, are the name and a. Uh, nine yeah. spell resistance. It's not the greatest spell resistance, but my AC is currently twenty. That's probably what they had to FAQ. Yes, infernal is just we we meant to say profane, and we were being silly. All right, and also I'm going to go ahead and because actually your AC is fairly mm. decent. I'm going to yeah. put that on myself as well because my AC is garbage. Okay, yeah. In that case. <clears throat> Are we all ready? Let's save everything, all my other mana for healing. So, then, yes. Three, two, one. Charge! Launch over with the javelin. I uh, issue a war cry. That's we charge. Okay. I'm going to take a shot then. All right, so all you you will get one turn in the surprise round before you roll initiative. Okay. Okay. How far away are we? Uh, you are... Charging distance? <laughs> probably about 45 feet. <laughs> oh, so charging, charging distance. distance. <laughs> so, we're charging the mage. <laughs> Alright. I'm probably hugging a javelin and then uh, closing while drawing this dagger. No. Um, I issue a war cry. I issue a war shout as, as we go forward. Um, which... Everybody gets, what, plus two to damage? Why can't I find... Battle shot, there it is. Uh, plus two morale bonus on damage rolls, yes. Um, and that's just an incidental action I can do while charging. I will cast other buff spells in a second, once the mage is gone. Alright. So we're attacking. Yes. I just rolled. 
Um, does a 24 confirm a crit against the, the, the short one? I might still hit, though. Uh, yes. Good. Plus four. I'd be concerned if it did. You should be concerned if it didn't. And because and if we charge into a flanking position a and then we get a plus two for charging, <laughs> you get a pl- you can't charge into a flanking position. You okay. have to charge into the charge. closest space you can reach. Okay. Well, I guess we just get the plus two for charging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So not plus one. But plus two. they're surprised, so you still get your sneak attack. Yes. And it feels flat-footed too, so very easy, maybe lower. Although we're attacking the mates, very easy, probably not much lower. Uh, mages typically have decent decks because they wear armor. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they're flat foot, they see that's so much lower. Flat foot, they see is the one with our decks. Is that one without your decks? Oh, yeah. never mind. You're thinking touch. That's it. Um, thirteen to hit. Ow! Does it hit? Uh, thirteen. Um, the mage. I got the mage. The mage. Uh. Does he have frost armor up? Is the real question. Shoot. No, it was male. Oh, is it male? Yeah. Right. All three of them are male. Oh, uh, I rolled a three. <laughs> flat footed AC, you rolled what, a 13? Yeah. Uh, yes, that hits. Yay! <laughs> 23 to hit. Me. You probably definitely hit. <laughs> yes, that definitely hits. Alright. I assume a six misses the human. Uh, yes, it does. That <laughs> <laughs> um, goes wide. I deal 22 damage to the dwarf uh, as I hurl a, a spear while closing, and then I uh, draw the dagger and, and stand Can right in front of him and get all up in his business. 29. All right. 29 damage to the mage. All right. Are we getting any bonuses on damage? Uh, you get plus two. Okay. Oh, wait, that's right. Uh... Plus two damage. Thirty-one. How did you do that much? I my weapon is currently a rock biter weapon, which means it's two sizes larger and it's a plus one. And I'm, yeah, it's my my weapon does a fuck ton of damage. <laughs> yeah, nine damage. Did you get your sneak attack? You had your sneak attack damage. Oh, I did. You get your sneak attack. Yeah. What's my? So roll two d six. Two d six. Two d six more. Oh, that makes more sense. I'm also using ten and a half, so it's, okay. You know, so then, fourteen damage. All right. Ow. Uh, both of you are chilled, by the way. Okay. As you as you strike him, and you feel the cold radiating off of the protective spell that has been that has been keeping him safe during most of this fight. Um. Uh. Fr- uh chilled the blood in uh in your in your body as you feel yourself moving slower. We didn't kill him. Nope. But I feel like we hurt him a lot. You did. Thirty-one. Uh, Brick, what are you doing? I'm charging the uh, <clears throat> the uh, warrior. The, the human. The human. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, does a uh, twenty-three hit? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, Twelve damage. Twelve damage. All right. Rockbiter weapon is a really good spell. I can only use it on my weapon, though. Rockbiter weapon's a little, uh, a little broken. Oh, at low levels. I forgot to, uh, I forgot to elemental smite him. Oh, well. <laughs> it's just an extra couple of d6 of elemental damage. <laughs> and how much damage do you use to the door? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. You know, I like especially, and, and if 
when I take when I start taking levels in Warrior, or when I get to Blade Master, it's going to be even worse. Because the um, uh, blade, the uh, Orcish full blade is two d eight, non magical weapon. So when I rock better weapon that. <laughs> If I get a thorium orbit full blade. Rock Binder Weapon is a ridiculous spell. It, especially for a first level spell. Yeah. I mean, granted, most spellcasters can only work on your weapon, and most spellcasters aren't as melee focused. But if you are, ouch. <laughs> Like normally you'd be using like a quarter staff, which would do a lot less damage than a great. Well, that's why the spell Shillelagh exists. Yeah, it's effectively Shillelagh. Are we rolling initiative now? Yes, we are. <laughs> yep. Okay. I might not be last for once. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Leaf usually has you covered on that end. No, I have been behind Leaf every time. You're not. Not this not time, this no. You are not. You are not this time. No, though this time I might be ahead of more than one person. Mm. I rolled an 18. I rolled an 18. I rolled an 18. I rolled the wrong <laughs> die. So I mean, My agility is 14. 14. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think you go to intelligence after agility? My intelligence is 10. 14. 13. 14. 16. I mean 16. <laughs> okay, so... Plus, plus 3. So, so two, Josh... Josh Brick than me. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but it took a while to get there. What did you get? 20. So she goes first. So it's a... Wait, nine. is that what... You rolled an 18. Is that your... No, total? no, no. I rolled a 6. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. No, no. Sorry, I rolled a 16. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, my total is a uh, 24. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you rolled an 18. I rolled a 16 and got an 18. Oh, okay. So I got, right. a, I got a 24. All right. And so what did you get? Yes. Zero? Is it a three? Is it a negative? Is it three? Is it, is it zero? It's actual zero. <laughs> I rolled a one. In other words, I rolled the wrong yes. die again. So in that case, it's 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 Brickshaw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't Rick, Shiana, Josh, me, um, troll, troll, and then get this back when you start rolling well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I've been told that the healer going last is good. Yeah, I could, I could. Do. <laughs> yeah, it's in time. It's in time out. <laughs> we need a dice jail. No, th- th- this is dice jail. I, I just got. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going. I'll make a dice jail. What was your right over there. 20? 20? Okay, so Rick's going to pull you. Yeah. Rick, Shana, Josh, me. 20 with everything added to it. Younger Tall, and. If he shows up. I like going first. <laughs> huh? Nothing. I just like going first. Oh. And you got higher than me. I didn't expect this out of you, Rick. What's your AC? Plus four. You so, this is an interesting predicament we found ourselves in. Where you're not going first, you're not doing the most damage, and you don't have the highest AC. What's going on with your character, Holly? I don't know! <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't feel right. I have it the just highest, doesn't. I have the highest AC and damage output right now. What's going on? Don't make me scalp you again! <laughs> I will. Hmm. 
looks like I gave him a buzz cut. Okay, which what was the three of you? Huh? It was it was oh. Josh Brick. No, no, no. no, no, Brick goes so goes, no, no sorry, Brick? it was Josh, Josh, and yeah. then Josh, then me. Yeah, Brick Shadow, Josh, Garrick. Copland did not get higher than me. Garrick. You sure? Can you look at uh, every reason? <laughs> <laughs> and then me. And then me. Well, no, and then them, and then, you know, that snail sitting around about, you know, 20 paces off. No, the dwarf's going first. Then the wall. The, the dwarf is actually going first. The then the force field. Then blood hilt. Let's see if I call then, it right. I, I'm, I'm calling it dwarf's a warrior, the human's a paladin, and the elf's mage. Let's see how off I am. It turns out the dwarf's a mage. <laughs> the dwarf's a tinker. The human is a the human. I mean, is there any insight I could have into what they could reason. possibly be doing? And the and the human's a necromancer. Are they also necromancer? I mean, could I get any insight into what they could possibly be? Uh, yeah, actually, you can roll me. What knowledge do you have? Uh, religion, the planes, engineering, arcana, and local. How many of you have knowledge military? Me. I do. You can you can roll that. You can roll that. Religion you can and arcana. Uh, those would not, those would Re- not Religion for the paladin? You can try roll religion. <laughs> 18. 25. Well, that What'd you get? Yeah, okay, this guy is better. This guy is <laughs> much, much better. I, I prefer this guy. That was a 26. <laughs> Did you roll natural 20? Yes. <laughs> I like this guy. This guy is my friend. 12. Oh, we've made military, religion, and, and local roll. So what was your roll? Local? 26. 26? 25. 25, military? 12. 12, military. military. You don't recognize any of these. Yeah. 18, religion. 18, religion. You definitely recognize the human as a paladin. Silverhand? Not silverhand, but definitely a lion's paladin. Not silverhand. The silverhand are a little bit more noble than to just randomly blow zeppelins out of the They're sky. also a little bit scattered and not actually existed. That too. <laughs> that too. Also, also, I feel like they would definitely frown against blowing random zeppelins out of the sky. <laughs> the silver hand. They're far more like meet your enemy gloriously on the field of battle, less get a cheap shot while they're vulnerable. Um, uh, Which is why they're scattered and not really extra. With your, with your very high rolls, uh, you recognize... Uh, the, the the high elf is obviously a mage. That one's clear. Um, but both of you recognize the most dangerous combatant on this battlefield is actually that dwarf. Okay. Um, because you you recognize the unique armor style, the heavy markings and runic engravings, and the particular choice of weapons that marks the elite dwarven warriors who. Oftentimes would be leaders of their clans, but not necessarily who are known as the Mountain Kings. Yeah, mm. Mountain King. Ooh, fun. They're fun. How also so, a good test for my Blade Master. I'm training them. Okay, so bad news. Gotcha. But that means the armor's going to be worth something. <laughs> I mean, everything, everything here is going to be worth something. Yeah. Uh, which, as he's going first, I need... How many of you need to make a fortitude save? Drawing the call. I am currently in melee with him. Drawing his ire, as the party tank is wont to do. 
I'm glad I made the decision. I'm glad I had John McTall head towards the dwarf. <laughs> that seemed like the best decision. All of those of you who are in melee. Just in general? Yeah. Okay. Two, three, four. So four of us. So four of you. Uh, how far back were you staying, Leaf? Um, forty feet. 30 no, probably about measure. probably about thirty feet, so I could actually run up and heal people. Okay, so you you are outside of it. So just the, just the four of you who are in melee need to make a fortitude save. Um, sixteen. Twenty-one. Right, so you save, which means you don't take any damage. What'd you get, Brick? Eight. <laughs> Shucks. I guess you heal him first. I mean, eight's a number. We don't. We don't know that the other two saved. What is your spell save DC, Mister Mountain King? Three. It's got to be three. Wait, were you in the radius of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have the spell resistance as well, technically. So. Oh yeah. A spell resistance of nine, but a spell resistance nonetheless. So. I mean, I don't think it's a spell. Oh, man. I mean, if it's spell-like ability, though, it still applies. Uh, yes, yeah, this does apply for you, which Yay. he penetrates. <laughs> ah, well. <clears throat> when you roll a fifteen, then this SR is nine. All right. So, what was your roll? Uh, sixteen. What was yours? Uh, eight. Uh, seventeen. Okay. Right. And. So, yeah, so both Shiana, you, you succeed. Shiana and Brick fail. Well, so you take no damage. And we found the line, 17. Mm. My rippling muscles deflected. As he brings his hammer up and slams it into the ground, there is a clap of thunder that... Scatters across the that scatters across the battlefield um, in front of him. If he gets, a, if, does that provoke an attack opportunity because it's a spell like ability, mm-hmm. or is it not a spell like ability? It's it's a feat. Technically, a supernatural attack. Okay. Sucks. Always have to try. It mimics right. a spell, but it's a supernatural ability. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So that's going to be uh, fifteen points of. Uh, sonic damage to Brick and to Sean. He needs to be debuffed. Uh, which then brings it to Brick. It's your turn. Okay. <clears throat> I think when we're chilled, we can only make one attacker. Uh, chilled as a condition. It's like slow. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you make your standard or your move action. Yeah. And you get a minus two to a bunch of things. Is it to hit? <laughs> Yes. Oh. Minus two to hit, minus two to AC, minus two to reflex saves. Fuck. Can attack the human again? Attack the human? Alright, roll a hit. Can you get rid of this mage? Nope. Well, if you can both flank the mage so the mage can't get away from you. That mm-hmm. is it. Yeah, we well, we'd spend our turn. Ten will not hit, unfortunately. Five foot shifts. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, can I, I also sense runes on the uh, on the uh, what was it? the dwarf? Yeah, on the dwarf. Yeah, uh, you do sense a number of runes uh, engraved on his axe and hammer. All right. 
Are you punching the paladin? I, 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 I tried to punch You tried to punch the paladin. That unfortunately did not work out. Ping! Armor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, that brings it to Torridan's turn. He's going to... The, the human uh, just kind of hefts his hammer brick and just brings it down and up and just kind of brings it up underneath your jaw. Uh, that is going to be a... Uh, 28 to hit. Yikes. Yep. That's a number. Uh, which will deal... Uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage to you. 12? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm down. You unconscious? Yep. He sends you sends you sprawling to the ground and uh, looking around uh, sees his mage companion is in danger and moves over to assist in that particular fight. Oh, awesome! <coughs> oh, wait—he just one shot you. He was, no, already, he was already injured from the thunderclap. Fifteen from the oh, war of the blades. Oh, Thirteen right. from okay. the paladin. Mm. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yep. good thing we have a leaf. This is my lucky leaf. Uh, Shiana, it's your turn. Smack. So, shift, shift flank. flank. And then shank the mage. Uh, yeah, shanking mage. So you get a plus four to attack. Um, and you also automatically get sneak attack damage. Um, I'm getting a plus four to this also. Yep, but then you have a minus two, so it's just a plus two. So you um, get it. 20 something, 24? Yes, that is. Okay. So, damage right. and sneak attack. <clears throat> So am I doing my regular damage or am I adding it? You do regular damage and then you add 2d6. And you still have a plus 2 to it from the... So I'm doing 2d6. Yes. Okay. So that's not my... Um, 16 damage. Did you add 2? Oh, uh, 18, I'm sorry. (laughs) Larkos doesn't even get to cast a spell. Dead! Yep. Yay! <laughs> the mage dies and the wall of force comes down. Good! Releasing. That's why we wanted to kill the mage first. That's right. <laughs> Which means he needs to roll initiative and get in on this. Two. Okay, he's gonna come in last. Uh, well, before Leaf, actually. Just before yeah, Leaf. You say last as if he can get a lower initiative than I can. Actually, he goes. He actually, even with the even with two, he even rolling a two on the die, he comes in before Jangatal. I'm guessing he has improved initiative and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. My turn. I assume no, because his, his initiative bonus. Because his initiative bonus is plus eight. Shout out the sorry the. Dang it, man! I missed again. I mean, I rolled a two. Mm. Yeah. I unfortunately, I can't. How much damage? If, if you can't roll above a ten, unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. It's like <clears throat> there's just no reason to calculate the book. Garrick, it's your turn. I need that dwarf to make a will save. All right, what are you casting? Doom. All right. Make your will save. Uh, it's a first level spell, so... 11 plus your spell casting modifier. Which is 3, so 14. 14. To make him shaken. Yes. And... This is 
six on the die. What's your will save look like? Hopefully not good. It's a technically a fear effect, so it gets bonuses against that. If he does. Uh, his will save bonus is only plus five, uh, which would make that an eleven. I don't think he gets uh, fear specific bonuses. So. Cool. So he's shaken. Minus two to every darn thing. He, uh, he is yeah. specifically. I'm going to pump. Uh, we're going to pump three more mana points into it. He is shaken for the next you, four minutes. You have to do that at the beginning before you cast it. I mean, you have to do it as you're casting it. Also, the duration is always at your level. You yeah. Oh, it always. You, you oh, don't you don't mind. Mind. Okay. In that case, uh, I don't. Um, he has been for, for variable damage. He's, he's, he's shaken for four minutes. Which is a minus two penalty on attack roll, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. And then I'm going to move into flanking with the dwarf. Or so that Jongatal gets flanking bonus. Alright. Uh, this brings it to Warlord Bloodhill. Uh, who is going to step up to the human because orcs hate this and blood hilt especially. Uh, and do something else to against you. Bring this massive spiked mole up above his head and slam down forward. It's a it's a very interesting comparison watching the mole the, v mole fight. The the giant heavily plated orc coming up to to battle against the giant heavily plated human, both of which are wielding giant hammers. Hammer fight. Oh, how familiar. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit on his first hit, and a 26 to hit on his second hit. Please don't get honey mustard sauce on my dice. Yeah, well. <laughs> 11, and 10. So, 23 points of damage done to... Is a paladin, and that is Bloodhilt's turn. <clears throat> My turn to try to shank this dude. Yep. So you got a plus two to your damage and the plus four from the Viking. Darn. Not quite a critical threat, but twenty-six hits. Yes. Someone doing fireworks. It's the same people as usual. It's the idiots, and they're setting off the big ones. Yes, because we're underground and we can still hear them. I'm amazed Griffin's sleeping through. Well, I mean, it's an amount of damage. Five. 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 With the plus two? Oh, seven. Sorry. Seven points of damage to the door. Yeah. Just poke him with a sharp stick. Well, I mean, it's a dagger. Wait a second. What happened to my turn? Uh, you're last. last. You're last. last. Because John Gatal's before you. Oh, he's before me. Never mind. Yeah, because yeah, you rolled a zero. Right. Everyone's I thought. I thought he actually rolled high. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. No, this was We're the revelation where I'm not going last. Remember. Now it is your turn. Okay. Um, Bricks down. Bricks down. And the elf mage is down. Yes. Yeah. The elf mage is dead. Brick is down. Dead or just down? He is dead. She ripped out his insides. She, she, she exposed his insides to the sunlight, and as we all know, when you expose someone's insides to the sunlight, the sun makes them not work anymore. I don't think that's actually how that works. You want to test the theory? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to believe... I, I mean, he's a medic. He has tested that theory. He, he does know whether or not it works. <laughs> I mean, I kind of 
you know, generate light and pulley light and whatever. Currently, <laughs> currently bricks outsides yeah. are also outside. Insides yes. are also outside. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, my insides are all jumbled up. Which means mm-hmm. 7, 3, 10, 14, 15 hit points. Hmm. Hey, got back the thunderclap damage. Now I need to get back the hammer damage. <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> This is the this is the fight where I come in, do one really big amount of damage in the beginning, and then spend the rest of the fight buffing people. Back to Cruz's turn. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, he's going to attack the person who isn't here to right now. That's okay. He'll figure it out later. <laughs> he has a minus two to his attack right now. If that was a natural 20. It's the opposite of a 1. Yep, a natural 20. Or a negative 1, depending. I mean, I gave him a minus 2. He rolls it again to confirm. It doesn't matter that he rolled a 20. So. You're getting crit in the face. Okay. Time for more healing. Uh, So, I need. Assuming you're going to be conscious after this hit hits you, I need you to make a fortitude save. Yes. What'd you roll? 24. 24. Let's see if he deals more than 24 damage to you. Safe oh. Save for massive damage. <laughs> no, that's not. Massive damage is your take a 15. Also, I'm not going to do that save. I don't do saves for massive damage in this campaign. Because they're stupid. I agree. They're particularly dumb. Also, the save DC for massive damage is 15. And it's always 15, which is kind of arbitrary. Because by the level where you aren't just dying from massive damage, from 50 more damage anyway, you're making a DC 15 pretty easily. Depending on what kind of character you are. True. It's not loaded. You don't escape me. As far as you're aware. Darts in it. Invisible bullets. Forty-two points of slashing damage to you. I yeah. mean, that's almost massive damage. All right. Are you, are you dead? Are you still standing? Yeah. Yes. Still standing. Are you? Did, what is your... Are you fully dead, or are you still standing? I'm still standing. You're still alive. I'm okay. staring down this orc. Uh, you are, however, because you were not able to roll more than the damage you dealt. Um, Bash. Simultaneously dazed and staggered. Dazed. Are you, uh, what's your hit points at? Low. <laughs> Num- numerically, Six. for the person who can put down a healing thing. For the you. troll doesn't do numbers. Yeah, the troll doesn't do numbers. What's your armor class? Uh, might actually miss you. Currently, 19. 19. Second attack. 
is only a 17. He misses you. Just barely. Thank you, dagger. He's got one hit point. And that will be Cruz's turn. Brick. Alright. Get up. I get up. And everything. As he gashes across your torso with the axe and the force of the blow sends you reeling, but the hammer comes back and you're already reeling too far back and he just passes by you. You can flank... Well, I pulled up my shield for the first blow, but it was too slow, but it was just in time for the second blow. So that was the human? No, that was the dwarf. That was the dwarf. You can flank Um, the human with blood hilt. You won't get the plus four, though. If... You'll just go plus two. Hmm. I shall cast uh, Mark of uh, Magic Striking. I forget, instant... Instantaneous actions can be done outside of my turn, right? And And then swift actions are the ones that are limited to my turn. Free actions and swift actions have to be done in your turn. Immediate action. Immediate action. Oh, I'm going to earth shock that dwarf, by the way. Because that is an immediate action. What does that do? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to cast it at... I'm going to cast it with four mana. Um, it does like a d4 per level of damage. It's just straight up hit. Find it. Is it a d4 per level? Yeah. That seems really powerful. Uh, oh no, it's just a d4. Just, yeah. just a d4 points of bludgeoning damage. In addition, the target is if, if the target is cast, you're concentrating on a spell. The DC is target's concentration check to avoid losing spell because it's plus four. I'm just going to do some damage to him. I'm just going to cast it with one mana only because I thought, I thought it was a d4 per level. So. That would be ridiculous. It would be. It'd be awesome. So that'd be like casting magic missile as an immediate action. Yeah. Four points of damage. Cruz takes four more. If in response to him hitting the troll for almost dead. All right. Uh, Bricky, cast your spell. Uh, Toradin. Uh, it's facing off against his orc opponent now because uh, there's a big orc who's got the same weapon that he does and uh, he's uh, feeling confrontational. They're compensating. So he's going to turn around and bring that hammer to bear against Warlord Bloodhilt, miss the first attack, and miss the second attack with a four and a two in the dice. <laughs> uh, which brings us back around to Shiana. It's your turn. All right. Who's in front of me right now? Uh, currently the paladin. Okay. Who is currently going toe-to-toe with Warlord Bloodhill, if you want to flank. Yes. And you get a plus one because it's human. Yep. Yes, I want to flank. So you get a plus three additional points to the attack. Okay, plus three additional. That's 18, 21. That will hit. Just okay. earlier. Do I still get my other yep. two? Okay. You get your sneak attack. Plus two as well. Or twelve. Twelve. All right. All right. Uh, you know, it's after uh, legal time to be setting this off. We could actually just call looked, the cops. I just looked it up. It said it was that you can set it off up until eleven o'clock. Uh, Gwinnett County is nine o'clock. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I looked up the Georgia. Don't be that neighbor, Austin. Oh no! The, the problem is they do this every weekend. Yeah, and the problem is these are drunken idiots. 
this. <laughs> Still. Yeah, no, they'll right. do this Tommy okay. bit. Um. <clears throat> What's lying around this the first that time thing of the problem? Um, yeah. I'm going to go over and check out with uh, what the mage got on. Alright. <laughs> Rather than, you know, shooting the dwarf or the. <laughs> I can't hit anything. Well, that's not profitable at all. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just losing. I'm just he, losing. He's making analysis. So far, <laughs> shooting has proven ineffective. Taking stuff has always proven effective. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so you find. Uh, go ahead and roll me a search check since you're okay. just taking the time to yeah. look through his stuff. Do, 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 do. 17. And you find a spell book, obviously, which is, you know, right. a thing. Uh, you could probably sell that to somebody. But you also find a potion on his belt. Okay. Uh, and, a, and a magic scroll. A scroll book and a... Okay. Ooh, you have used magic device as a class skill. Yes, I do. Yeah. You could figure out what this scroll does right now. <laughs> and just go ahead and burn okay, something with it. <laughs> they are outside the proof one. Who knows? Maybe it's a spell of summon money. <laughs> I don't think so. They usually don't start this early. It's unusual for them to start as early as 9 p.m. <laughs> usually they start at like 11 and try to go to 1. Okay. And anything else? And that's about all you find okay. at the moment. You also find his gold pouch, but you have to count that when you're not in the Yeah, I'm not going to count it. You found a yeah. scroll? A magic scroll? A magic squirrel. You no, know, it turns out it was actually just a recipe for flan. Well, we'll find I out. But it was written, I, in, it was written yeah. in arcane ruins. I mean, I have cooking skills, so... What? <laughs> is magic. It is. Uh, are you going to do anything with it? You Technically, because the your speed in search, you could theoretically attempt to use the scroll. You wouldn't be able to identify what it does. <laughs> you just set it off. Um, Can Tinkers use scrolls? Yeah. Use magic device as a class skill. I can. <laughs> you can theoretically try and use that scroll um, on someone. Do you think it's offensive or do you think it's bothering? Yeah, see, I've got to try to figure that out. Um, you can you, you can make use magic device check to determine if it's off, to try to figure out what it is. Yeah, I'll say you can use a, you can use a use magic device check as a free action to try and figure out if it should be used on an enemy or a friend. <laughs> um, I think I'll teach use magical device. Check. In other words, look for the skull and crossbones. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna check. Or these we'll large amounts of see fire. Figure out what it might be. Yeah. Twenty-five. This is for enemies. You know it's for enemies. You know what, I want to put it on somebody. But okay. is it an AOE enemy or is it a single target enemy? It's for a single enemy. Okay. And you want right. to go away. Okay. Use um, on the dwarf. So I'm gonna try to use it on the dwarf. Just uh, sure. Roll me on the use magic device. Oh boy. Use magic device. Let's see if I can roll as well. That's enough for the spell. It is enough for the spell. He needs to make a fortitude save. Unfortunately, it's at the lowest spell craft to see what just got cast. It's a natural one. He rolled a natural one. Did he? So is this over? Um, <laughs> what happens? So there's a burst of white magical energy, and in a cloud of smoke, the dwarf is replaced with a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit the sheep. Dinner. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, mm. I think that's cannibalism. It's a sheep now. <laughs> It won't be if you try to bite it. Yeah, once you kill it, it does something else. He does make the will save, so he is still himself. Uh, you realize in 3-5, things don't turn back 
don't know. Don't worry. When, when, when they die. Oh, okay. But what well, they die, and then they come back. It's a sheep. Shh. You didn't need to know that. Nobody needs to know that. Don't hit the sheep. Yes. Actually, right. actually, because I was, I wanted to do a spellcraft on this. Additional saves when they take damage or something. What? What would you get additional saves when they take damage? Is a fifteen enough to spellcraft uh, what this spell I, is? Not if it's a normal polymorph spell. Uh, that's a that is a baleful polymorph. Cool. Um, you just turned him into a sheep. Do I know like how long this will last? Uh, under what conditions it will continue to exist under? Uh, it will continue to exist, uh, generally speaking. Because I dislike literal, actual, you're just not a character anymore. I tend to put a few limits on these spells. Um, it will last until he takes uh, damage, at which point it will potentially break. Okay, cool. Makes sense. <clears throat> so yeah, don't hit it. <laughs> it basically, if the if the sheep dies. Then he returns to his form. Cool. And a sheep doesn't have a lot of hit points. But if I make the sheep my new pet and enslave it... It's still him, you know. Yeah, and also, may, it will wear off we over throw time. The, if we throw the sheep in the rend in the barrens, though... Or if we just leave it alone because it's a sheep... When he turns back, he'll be in lava. He did make the goal save to retain his mental his mental capacity. So he's still, still him, just in the body of a sheep. Also, so it's a sheep that's going to try to headbutt. Also, he oh, has no. also he has really good armor and weapons that we could probably use. Were those transformed with him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Is, is the sheep just, the last thing left? Or no, no, the paladin's still. We around. just need to deal with the human first. Yeah, it's your turn. We need to deal with the human first, then we can just ground pound the dwarf. We we'll take care of the sheep in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, bind him and then deal with whatever. Um, I'm just going to. Basically, I, I prefer my three I prefer my three five polymorphs to work like fifth edition polymorphs, where if the animal that you're turned into loses all of its hit points, you turn back into the thing you are. Yeah. I'm just going. I'm going to. Being a pacifist so hard. <laughs> what? Is, what? 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 You punch things, right? Yes. How hard do you punch things? Wait, is the answer damage? hard enough? Wait, what do you mean damage? What, yeah. What's the damage of your punching? Uh. 1d6 plus. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you don't need an extra bite attack. Yeah, that mine's interesting. Wedding ring is not a die. Um. Do, do, do. Just trying to drop things in here. What you got? Um, oh, a five foot diameter sphere only takes up one square, right? Yes. 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 I'm going to drop a flaming sphere on top of the paladin. <laughs> all right. Uh, I need it to make a reflex save. Only the paladin, so all of the saves are good. Yeah. What paladins do? Paladins are save monkeys. Uh, so it's a. Um, Second level spell. So 12 plus 3 is 15? Yep. Basically, I just conjure a flaming sphere in front of me and it rolls through the paladin square. Yep. 
I need to figure out what's your save is he on that one? 15. 15? Passes. Laden. It's a four save, so it's going to be plus one for every three levels he has. Yeah. Plus his charisma modifier because he's a paladin. Plus his dex modifier if he has one. Does armor penalty not apply to your senses? No, it does not. Mm-hmm. As long as you're proficient with the armor. Good. Okay, so it's going to be a plus uh, 10. Which will make that a 19. Damn it. So he dodges out of the way yep. as the burning, as the great ball of fire rolls through his area. Does he take half okay. damage or? No, he just avoids. Alright. Um, Are they still chilled, by the way? Uh, no. Until the end of the next turn. Okay. Uh, it, was, uh, it was last turn. Yeah, last turn. We're not chilled anymore. Yeah. Because uh, only, chill only happens for one turn. Yeah, the, the status effect lasts one turn, yeah. basically. Unless it gets reapplied every turn. Okay. Um, I will then move, because that move, just because of the standard action, I will then move up to uh, be another body surrounding the human. Alright. Uh, which then brings it to Bloodhilt, who is going to try and finish this guy off. 17 hits. Oh, I rolled 17 on the die, and 15 on the die also hits. So, 11 plus 3 is 14, plus 9 plus 3 is uh, 12, 14 plus 12 is going to be another 27. Okay, Paladin is not looking hot, but he's still hot. Paladins are tanks, too. <coughs> Which brings us to uh, Jang. I'm dazed. You are dazed. So you're not, uh, you, don't, you don't get to do anything, basically, do you? Yeah, I take no penalties, but I can take no actions. Okay. Uh, so you, you take got, move actions? You got hit no. in the head real hard. <laughs> so you, you stand there reeling from the force of the blow. As you slowly come to at the end of your turn, you realize there's a sheep in front of you where a dwarf was. Well, I'm dazed, so I'm aware of it the whole time. Stunned is the one where you're like... Yeah. Don't eat the sheep. Uh, Leaf, it's your turn. Go get the sheep. Um... <laughs> How is this paladin looking? Uh, very big. Do your half-orc rage and hit him in the face. No, that's stupid. I will never do that. That is a bad plan. This is a derpy rage. I can, however, actually attempt to try to do damage. Let's see. His saving throw is going to be insane, but this saves only for half damage, so I'm going to try something. Let's see. Um... How bad is he looking, by the way? Not good. Immediate action, Earth Shock. Roll ID four. Just to see. Because if he only has four hit points left. Four damage. He's not dead. Okay. Okay, but... I'm going to cast the... Um, Ray of Subjugation. Which is 1d8 uh, non-lethal damage. We'll save for half, but it'll still deal some damage. Do another four damage. We'll see. Well, actually, it does additional, Subjugate. like, plus level, so. One day, plus level. Basically, it's anti-healing at a range, and it's non-lethal damage. So one like you go to sleep. So one so, yeah. plus your <clears throat> however much mana you put into it. Eight damage. Uh, where does that put it at? That's a grand total, like, 78... 
plus eight, and then it's eighty-six. How many hit points do you have, Paladin? He's out. The answer is eighty-four. He's still standing. Oh, damn it. <sighs> I mean, <clears throat> no. Not by a lot, but spontaneously become a shaman and get earth shock so you can eat something. <laughs> Or shock is the best first level spell. Next to rock fire weapon. Uh, Cruz, it's Cruz's turn. He's a sheep, but he's still him. In the head, but the troll. Uh, he's going to try to run away. Head, but the cop on the turn him into a sheep. <laughs> he's going to try to run off and get me. I mean, there's only one person you could possibly try to down right now, so. Oh, there's only one be. person at one hit point. So I'm not at one hit point. Oh, you're like at two or three hit points. I'm a troll. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's so just like regen two or three hit points. So three. He's going to try and depart this battlefield right now. Okay. An attack of opportunity. Sure. Do you get one when you're dazed? I'm not dazed anymore. Yeah, my turn is over. You were dazed and something else. Dazed and dazed and staggered. I uh, can't be staggered. Lasted, which also lasted on his turn. Staggered. You're only staggered to get zero hit points. Uh, leave him out in the king ability. Yeah, you are staggered for one round. Huh, weird. Whatever. <clears throat> um, I mean, I can still do this. I'm staggered. Uh, grapple. Alright. Yes. Grab the sheep. I don't know what a sheep's grapple check looks like. Not good. This probe. Um, he's got negative. But he Twenty. Have isn't it a large size creature or something? Twenty-three no, grapple check. It has escaped. It's a medium. It's not medium. small. Medium. Yeah. That is. That is. I mean, that will touch. Look up. The are there are there sheep? In I imagine there should be those in the core rooms. Um, there are sheep in monster actually. Good. Yeah, they're in the addendum. Uh, that is a twenty-one to grapple. Because I've got this handy dagger upping my strength. His grapple attack is plus two. He rolled a two. That's a four. Nice. I would like to grab the, the, the fleet of sheep. You have grabbed the sheep. Uh, it's nice and fluffy. It takes... It takes damage and it turns back into a dwarf. <clears throat> Rather a much better grapple check. But I grappled a dwarf. It takes five damage. Okay. The sheep's not dead, so he is not turning back. As I put the sheep in a headlock. I wish I had. I was going to roll the fiery spear over it next turn. Alright, uh. Leaf. Rick, it's your turn. No, that was Jang's uh, attack opportunity. Oh, that's alright. Next turn. Did the human move away from me, or was he still right there? He's still right there. Oh, okay. No, I'm it's helping you flank so you get that plus four. Awesome. I don't have much left in him, but he's still going. Knock him out. Probably not. 13. 13. No, 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 no. Uh, that yeah. was wow. That no. went really well. Everyone three. Well, three. All right. Well, what? Damn. Oh. Rolled a four. Torridan uh, heals himself. 
<laughs> that seems like a bad maneuver. It's basically just dead. Uh, we'll see if we can take somebody with him. Or surrender. But I don't think that'll work given the orc. I would accept it. I would too. But we're not in charge here. I mean, granted, I would just sort of be healing him as he is slowly mauled to death, but you know. <laughs> it wouldn't be slowly. Heal, wham, heal, wham, heal, wham. Bad blood heal, heal, wham. <laughs> blood heal, not blood heal. Alright, he's gonna just swing at Warlord Blood Help. Uh, wow, we're only a three. Roll better on your second attack. Eleven. Okay. Uh, which bonus is that actually hits? And he's gonna he's gonna pour his holy strike into this. One last burst of radiant energy. I need more d6s. Yeah, he's got stand. He's got a stamina score. That's something you and I lack. Thirty points of damage to Warlord Bloodhill, who is yeah. unfortunately <laughs> uninjured, so doesn't actually take him out. Twice, twice, your modifier. Then I don't have a second attack. Misses. I know you already missed. That was the second attack. He hit Bloodhill. Yeah. Yeah. Did Bloodhill get knocked out? No. Okay. He only took thirty points of damage. Only thirty points of damage. Shiana. Alright, mm-hmm. Try to take him down. Alright, let me attack. You now have the better flanking. You have so. better odds than those people. But that was a one, so. Never mind! Are you, are you gonna roll a natural one? Never mind. I didn't want to. Um, I'm caught in the grass. Josh! You go, you go for the lower uh, uppercut, and your claws just go to the And he's gonna rock. He has to do something. I guess I might as well shoot him. <clears throat> just to see if I can. I think that. you're at like a minus four because the dude is surrounded. I don't know. I, I'm not. Please don't hit me. Fourteen. Fourteen to hit. No. He's in full blade. What'd you roll? What? What'd you roll? Um a ten. Oh well. Yeah. That's my goes. Tinkers are not exactly. I'm not yeah, I'm not really got it. Um, you need to get me some explosives. First, the flaming spear moves back to his face. So I need to make another reflex save. Is that a paladin? Yeah. It's a nine again, so 19. Alright. Uh, then, as it moves past, I swing with my sword. That's a crit. Let me confirm it. Hmm. He's probably dead. Uh, 16 is 20 plus... 25 plus 26, 7, 27 to hit. Yes. Uh, 27 to confirm. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me let me roll a ridiculous amount of damage. Excuse me. What? I'm going to. I'm actually. No, I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to waste it. I'm not going to waste the elemental smite. Wow. Was six one 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 <laughs> plus twelve, but um, so that's one fifteen twenty one times two 
Uh, 40... Yeah, he's dead. 42. He is very dead. Alright, we show the sheep. And uh, <laughs> as this fight mostly winds down as Jangatal is currently holding a struggling sheep that was at one point and might be again very shortly uh, a dwarf. Uh, that is where we're going to end for the week. Right. Say bye, everybody. Bye. So, bye. Bye. bye.